Hello and welcome to the 2023 OCR Awards, the Okras. Your hosts today are Bracken Crocker, Jack Bauer, myself, Rich Ryan. This is the third installment of the Okras, and boy, am I excited on a day like today. Bracken, how are you feeling about the third installment of the Okras? I could not be more pumped up. I feel like we're, we, we cover the spectrum here. I see you, I see Brady Quinn. Some college football dapper analyst. I see Jack, and this is what I expect when I call in to get some sort of my text serviced. And oh. I kind of feel like Chris Harris. <laughs> Between all this, I think we've got it covered. Some of us are traveling this week and didn't have our our, our uh, you know suit with them. No, you did well. Full formal gear. You don't travel with that on Christmas Eve. You're not nah. to the nines. I had one bag to check. I couldn't fit it in there. Of course. Regardless, I made sure to get a white shirt and a tie. That's I at least hooked you up there. So this is going to be a fantastic show, if I say so myself. This year we are having we added a couple of different awards here, mostly in the hybrid area. Uh, we split out some awards to make it hybrid and OCR, or keeping the name because it's too good. You can't change the okras. Yeah, we're not the hokras. <laughs> we're the okras. We're not. We are the okras. And are we going to get a little uh, award to the people? Oh, I don't know. I, 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 so, so we, we can talk about this we after. Could, we could figure it out. But, but, but let me let me just say this. My friend Kirk, he, every single year, we have a, a board game meetup. Yeah, every year. We have, uh, it, not not Kirk the Wind, no, oh. Miller. Um, yeah, that, that's funny. Um, no, RIP. But anyway, Kirk, uh, we have a board game thing. And throughout the at the end of the year, we have like a, a, a mini award show, like the best betrayer, you know, stuff like that um, throughout the, throughout the year. And he makes these on his 3D printer. He he makes these little awards. So we, I might be able to talk with him and maybe get like some okra stylistic type thing and send him out to the winners. I think it would be kind of cool. If we took a panel of 100 people, yeah, could they pick out an okra out of a lineup? Like the actual... An actual vegetable okra. Is that is that a problem that we could define it and then people associate okras with us? A hundred out of a hundred or how many out of a hundred? How yeah. I mean, how many out of a hundred could pick out an okra if you gave them like four lookalikes? If you show me like a broccoli versus an okra, I'm, I know which one's gonna be the okra, but if well, you yeah, if you show me a hot dog and an okra, I could but if you, if tell you, you ask me to draw an dog. okra, I'm not gonna be able to nail that. Maybe it's I know a draw, it's green. Maybe it's a draw an yeah. okra, so kind of thing. Probably not your sketch. Maybe fifty on an edge yeah. sketch. <laughs> shall we get? Shall we get into it? First winners. First. First category. First category of the year. And let's just kind of do a, a brief. The categories that we will be covering are performance of the year, upset of the year, best race, best battle, adding in goofy games of the year, goofy games athlete of the year, OC out breakout performer, hybrid breakout performer, international athlete of the year, international hybrid. Athlete of the Year, Hybrid Athlete of the Year, and OCR Athlete of the Year. So stay tuned, top to bottom. We have an action-packed show today. Performance of the Year 2023. First, do we need to do Wheel of Names? Uh, yeah. We're never not doing Wheel of Names. <laughs> so, yeah. So our The wheel deserves its own okra. <laughs> the wheel wins wins every time, every year. The, the best uh, category chooser of the year goes to the wheel of names. Performance of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we and we're will... splitting some of these up by gender and hybrid. Others were going combined. We'll explain it as we go yeah. along. 
And uh, we do the wheel of names because we nom- each nominate, and then we will debate who we sh- who we believe will get the okra. This is not by some academy who's doing this. No board is figuring these out. This is on the fly. We're fig- whoever makes the best case. Full screen. Not the, the college football playoff committee. No, this is more like BCS style. Computer. That's Jack. All right, here we go. Wheel of Names is going. This is who gets to nominate the first. Speaking of. Oh, And it lands on the man who is still the High Rock Doubles world champion. Yes. It doesn't matter who comes for the crown. Not world champion, record holder. World record holder. And champion in my heart. Thank you. That's true. 100 teams. It might be. It might. And then it's going to go down because they're introducing the pro wait for doubles wow. in 2024 bk your second so yeah. this is a so my this record hey, give me Palio my moment give me my moment all right, all right. who's third fly and i we might have this record for until the end of time till kingdom yeah. come <laughs> true go all right jack you are the third Congra- mm-hmm. congratulations congratulations your grandkids are gonna be like grandpa how come you did women's weights you like Shut up, kids. I'm a world <laughs> champ. <laughs> we wanted to run fast. The uh, the thing, yeah, now with the, these courses now, man, it's just, I was hearing, you know, a lot of excuse making, not not from the athletes who tried to take the record, but just from like the, you know, the peanut gallery around it. It's like, do we not understand how these courses work? It's like, they're all different. It's how, how it's going to be. One rock zone doesn't add up to the other rock zone. One run's not going to add up to the other run. Some is going to be, some of the courses going to be crowded, some are not. Irox is just getting more and more dumb. I'm going to nominate it for Goofy Games of the Year. <laughs> All that's right. Where I, that's I support that. That's you I'm want on. to start it off? You want to just, as that your nominee? No, for performance oh. of the year. This is, we're doing male and female. Do you guys want to start male or female? Start with the ladies. You're first. Start with the ladies. For performance of the year, I would like to nominate Nicole Miracle's performance at OCR WC3K the come from behind victory over Lindsay Webster in that 3K distance. BK, Most dominant victory of the year. Most dominant? Dominant is not probably the word. Most impressive use. victory, I would argue. Sorry, incorrect wordage. I'm sweating so profusely in the sweater. The sweater I'm already hydrated. Worth oh, it. I, I already bet Audrey. In, in your veins. Uh, Audrey is like, you're going to come back with six inch pit stains uh, under each armpit. I'm like, honestly, if we had to I'll choose the best. I'll show you six be- inches. Uh, I, <laughs> I was like, if if we have to actually take bets on who's the biggest sweater in this group, I don't know if I could choose. I'm a huge sweater. Rich, you're super sweaty after Mega. raising Bracken. You just exist and you start sweating. We're a sweaty group. Just on cam. Yeah. Did you get yeah. me on a phone to call? If there's audio or video involved, whew, left pit goes move. to town. Yeah. Right pit's okay. <laughs> yeah. BK, who would you like to nominate here? Uh, I'm going to, just for pure performance of the year, Morgan Schultz. Awesome. DecaFit World Championship. Came out and put it down, what, pillar to post, would we call it? Pillar to post. Not quite pillar to post, but I'm going to say pillar to post. Almost more impressive than that. Because sometimes you can get away in, in a race and, and and be wire to wire. But she had to battle back and forth to uh, retain that lead. And also happening this past week, and Lauren Griffith ran 62 in change, which would have been the world record last year. Yes. You know, like, so this win is going to age well. It's going to age very, very well. Uh, so I like that one. I obviously like that one. Good one. Yep. 
Uh, my pick is Esther Hotobagiova taking down Lindsay in the Beast at Abu Dhabi. We had arguably the two best female racers over the past few years with Nicole being out for most of the past couple of years. You had both of them thrown into a situation where they grabbed the wrong double sandbags. They had the men's weights. They're battling. Esther go, or breaks away from Lindsay by about a minute and a half. Then Lindsay does what she does. She gets back. They're on the rig at the same exact time. And Esther held her off, and it was the second time that she beat her in the past two months. I was impressed. First world title by Esther. That was the first name I wrote down for mine. I knew she'd be nominated, and I knew Morgan deserved a nomination. But I cannot fault that. She dug her teeth in and leaned into every second of that race and just took it to the champ. That's a really good one. Over that distance after Lindsay coming off of a world championship victory the day before, um, the, the double sandbag, do we have to negate some points because of the leaky sandbag? No. Okay. I, I understand, but Worth both being of them had, had to deal with the circumstances there, and they both fought through it. If we're talking asterisks, I need to bring this up now because this will impact several of my picks throughout the night. I went back to research some results as one does before the okras because you got to come correct. Absolutely. On Spartan's own website, in the results from Abu Dhabi, 3K World Championship results. Next one, 21K Beast results. It is not even listed as a world championship on their own website. And that is going to have to factor heavily into my decisions on some of these legacy type or performance-based awards. And that we talked, is there an asterisk last week with our all-time rankings? Spartan has given the clear confirmation. It is not a world championship according to their website. They also have in the past for Hobie Call when he won in 2011, his check says world's best racer, but then during later broadcast, it says he won a world championship that year. I give it to him because that was the culmination event at that point. And so I, I get where you're and coming they called from there for sure. Yeah. In, in the, the first email we got that year, 2011, saying you have qualified, it said for the Spartan world championship. Gotcha. They did call it that from the start. This Spartan's not labeling it. So I do need to put that out there into the Oker universe. I think that's fair. Because these other ones that I, and I did also have Lauren Weeks written down for High Rocks Worlds, that performance where she probably was not the favorite going in after Meg had mm -hmm. run 58, 50 something a couple weeks prior. Yeah. Uh, that was an amazing performance, right? She would have been if, if we separated hybrid. Morgan was very deserving, but I, I would have nominated Lauren there. Right. So it's like the championship status of the event. And this Esther one, this could fit into a couple of the categories as well. Not that that doesn't matter. You can win multiple categories here at yes. the Okras. Yeah. If you just look at what Esther did during that race, she ran faster in the beast with the men's weights by over two minutes first. Eugenio Godinez Romero. And he got second place at a national series men event. And he got seventh in the three K the day before. Yeah. But when did Eugenio start kicking at that? That's true. K Valid. And that's 21 K. Some people he front did. loads his kick. Front loads that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I, we, we don't have to go into the minutiae. That, that's my nominee. I don't What's know. your vote? I'm not sure. This is a good, it's a good one. I didn't, I didn't, didn't even have that one down. Oh, probably because of the, the random designation of this 
race. I didn't even think of it. And she's going to be in the play for upset of the year. Potentially in battle of the year. Yeah. Is it an upset when she's already upset Lindsay a month before in Greece? She did not upset Lindsay in Greece. That was a stage race and she won one part so of what? it and she got is, beat by like beat 30 her. minutes. She okay. did not beat her. No not real beat her. stage racer would ever call losing I, a stage an upset. That's I mean, like saying it's, it's, I split faster in the second lap of a 1500 than the world champ. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, great, great. <laughs> you did. Yeah, and what happened the at the finish? Line. Yeah. What about, what about Nicole's? What about Nicole here? At OCR World Championship. She had won the FISO race, the 15K, and was second in the FISO earlier. So she was in good form, right? But just, we had not seen her, we hadn't seen Lindsay get beat in, until that point. Yeah. Well, when it was first presented, I said most dominant. I thought we were talking about FISO 3K, not OCR World's 3K. FISO 15K, Nicole yeah, she did, crushed. Ida won, Ida, the Ida won the 3K. So I was thinking that that was the most important and dominant performance of the year of any gender in OCR. And I would have called that for comeback performance of the year. But having already done that weekend to come back at OCR Worlds, it dulled the like spectacularness of it to me because she had already proved that she's back. So her at altitude on runnable terrain, she had a great close, but to eke out a win over Lindsay, I thought was less spectacular than the other two entrants in this category. When you think of other sports and it's like, what's the best performance? Like, here's an example. People are, we'll talk about like the flu game because of the tough circumstances that Michael Jordan had during that. You have just various games when the weather impacts it. You had, a bad ruling where they had to carry the men's weights for a double sand, but it, it was impacting their performance and they still got through it and had a heck of a battle. And she held off Lindsay at the end. That that's why performance I'm interpreting it that way. Mm-hmm. There's no losers here. All three are deserving. And I would say even Lauren weeks into that, I didn't think to put her on there, but she's fully deserving as well. So mm. whoever wins this is kind of sharing it three ways. I still okay. vote Morgan. I'm voting you, Esther. You got me with Esther. Okay, I'll come over to that one. All right. We'll have to fail out, figure out her mailing address for the Okra. Uh, the, this could be a long last name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last, last year's winner was Chris Roglowski being the first female to run 100 miles at World's Toughest. That was a gimme. Yep. Esther follows in good company. Okay. Okay, we're off to a good start. I wish we had like best spelling or worst pronunciation, one of those of the category just for, for I us. That's, but I think that's terrible. After watching easy. Trifecta Championship, it's not a lock for us anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No. Anyway, move to the men. Move on to the men. So BK, you go first. Jack second, I'm third. We'll just kind of cycle it mm. that way. It's going to shock no one. I have two people I cannot decide between. Well, oh, yeah, she's one. She's one. And so one of them is going to reoccur later for me. And so I'm removing Austin Azar from my ballot only because he's going to get mentioned later. And I'm going to say Kevin Gregory. Okay. I was performance give him a of the shout year. Out. You talk about just a just a performance, nailing every aspect of his execution. I can't say we saw a better executed race on this calendar year than what we just watched right there. And you could combine it into upset and you could combine it into 
like world championship performance or standalone. Like it, he could check the box in so many that it's just my performance of the year. And for the listeners, that's DECA strong world championships. DECA strong. Doesn't even need to be noted. I know. Everyone got Kevin. The yep. biggest. Broke up the Ryland sweep. The biggest cheer of the weekend. And he did it with style, like some panache to it. It wasn't just like flying off that bike, slipping. He definitely oh. has to practice the way he dismounts that bike. <laughs> you know, I've never I, done that. I rewound and watched that. I don't think I could land that coming off of the cows with my quads that toast. I think I would buckle with your athleticism. You just, it wouldn't be the landing. It would be rebound like right back. You'd, ju- you'd broad jump back to the next <laughs> station to the, the dead balls. I think my femurs would be jello at that point. <laughs> the, the bone has turned to jello. <laughs> Someone get a doctor out here. I like it. That's a good one. I got Kevin Gregory on a couple of ones coming up. Uh, I think that's a really solid pick there. Um, can't argue. Jack, what's up? What do you got? All right. Uh, you, you mentioned him uh, or you mentioned Deca strong world championship being upset. I think what Ryland Chaddick did that weekend was just impressive overall uh I, I know that there were the top or the other two favorites in the race rich and ryan kent didn't end up finishing um regardless i think that ryan was not losing that day and then what came back did the mile just unbelievably dominant if you were there in person just watching what ryan was doing and then heading into that last lap after the after the uh sled took off at like 430 mile pace no one has energy at that point um, and then second place in Deca Strong with Kent closing in on him and uh, Marcus Wallace giving him a run for the money. Like he still performed all weekend. I, I know he did a couple of team races as well. He has the record for all three events it was, and he delivered. You know, sometimes these gym events, you see a time posted and you're like, did they actually run that fast? And of course, like his his mile time was his times within a second of what he did last year. Right. But head to head winning by that much you don't win by 40 seconds in deca mile like that's an absurd margin and just dominant right there and then deca fit same thing he he beat Megita and nick Riker by 30 plus seconds there and he was within 15 seconds of kevin gregory 10 15 seconds that that was just that weekend was very impressive by me agreed i have him on here the just the weekend in the totality of it was was really impressive for sure for sure I'm going to put our guy VJ Jones out. Spartan World Championships. Winning his first Spartan World Championship and with some adversity. You know, we talked about this being his style of race when it first came out, but we saw over the course of the year that there's going to be different players, the different factors that come into this race, whether it is something like a double sandbag, running in sand, some technical obstacle. He had a little bit of all of that. He he improved his strength and, and was able to really handle the the strength aspects of that race. And when it came down to it, where things kind of where there was a bit of a tactical mistake on his end and he had to respond, he did it with absolute authority. Uh, dominant performance on that end, showing that he is the guy to beat. Best pistoler out there, without a doubt. I got I, that's really what I should put in VJ Jones pistol shooting. Sharp pistol. He gets the Steph, Steph Curry award for the best shooter. Best shooter in the game. That's for sure. But taking that down on the biggest of stages. Uh, I think is, is really something that's worth noting and the way that he did it um, and against the field with Ryan Atkins in it, with Rylan Shadag in it, and uh, these other athletes, Sergey Perelligan in it, beating other former world champions um, goes a long way. So, VJ Jones for my nominee. 
I like that in that I believe the hardest, the toughest world championship to win is a middle distance championship. I think that's short enough that you can't mess up and it's long enough that things can throw you off and you really get one mistake tops. And he handled everything all at once. I think that is the hardest, that time domain is the hardest to win. And let's not forget, he had a hard travel last time coming to this race. So it wasn't a gimme Redemption. that he was going to do. And sure. Yeah, he got there a little bit earlier this time and worked out. The when looking at Rylands, right? It very like he could very well have won all three anyway. And this is how I felt a little bit about Morgan's as well. The the absence of some people in mm. like kind of could potentially be something to take away from. You could probably do the nitpick with Ryland on that as well. Um with Kent just not being at his full capacity. And I don't even need with, to mention myself on this, but with Ryan, with, with and Hunter missing, not he, being there, you know, yeah, like just, I, I was going to say the only person really missing from that is, is Hunter, but he took down last year's champion in two of the events, the final two events. Yeah. So it's not like he didn't deliver. Kevin just stepped up his game a ton. Can we even say Hunter anymore? Yeah. He's, he's never, never really. done one. He's never done one, but you would imagine that he's like, he's like the best hybrid athlete on the planet. I mean, he should be the best, he but would he do just well. has no interest to do it. So I don't even right. know. We can think we can say he's missing. It's not I don't an, think it wasn't an international gonna, field either. Like just deck, like decade. I don't, in I don't think it's going to be less. I wouldn't put Hunter as a favorite in like a deck a mile. Honestly, I, I think Ryland would be, I don't understand how that could, how there's only one thing Ryland can do better than Hunter. And like, yeah, what, just run? Top, fastest speed running, yeah. Yeah. And Hunter just stretched Anas out. Like I... Uh, yeah, I don't see how he would I don't know. Be. Like he gets, he would ski 139. He he was holding 130 for his splits with Anas. Like it's... Yeah. Uh, Ryland's a freak. Hunter's a freak and he's 40 pounds heavier. But that, you know, that time, maybe that 20 minute high end is something that he wouldn't be able to hold. Anyway, either we'll way, see. at DECA, we don't see all the best athletes internationally either. I get it. Right? Like, yeah. The Sandbatch, Ron Ronco, maybe they'll be okay. I don't know. That's the only thing against a, a DECA fit. Just, uh, it's not a full field. Watching Ronco take like 15 strides in a 160 meter run in a DECA would be fun. <laughs> big, yeah. big bounds. Yeah. Big bounds down. All right. Who are we going with? I'm I'm going with Bracken's choice. I wanted to nominate Kevin. I think he gave the crowd what they were looking at. Everyone was so amped. He stepped up his game. I know Deca Mile, you know, he he still did reasonably well, but like it's a different sport and specialization works. And he probably tested his his strategy what a hundred different times at his local gym to figure out if I go one more second slower or faster on the air bike. And wait, go a little bit slower on the the road. Like he perfected it so much throughout the season. He did. He won four team races or three team races and a solo title and Deca Strong. Different partners. He was the difference maker. Like no disrespect to his teammates. I I don't think you can argue against Kevin Gregory there. Yeah, we didn't Ryland even mention the, the team ones. The team for that weekend. Yeah. Right. Ryland had the best weekend, but Ryland took care of business. Mm hmm. Kevin lined up a moonshot and hit it. And so I'm sticking with him. All right. Kevin Gregory, performance of the year, DECA strong, basically just that assault bike. 
Just getting on slow, slow. It's the faster, biggest difference. Faster, 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 faster. The skier was as impressive to me. I was doing, I was skiing like here yesterday, just like just doing some recovery stuff and seeing how fast I could get it with just like yeah. without using my legs at all. It's interesting. It's definitely, it was, and it was going a little faster than I thought it would. I was getting like just under two with barely okay. doing any work. I wonder what it was. I should ask him what that, what his splits were on that. He's a big boy, so he could probably pull it pretty yeah. well. We'll withhold his okra until he gives us his splits. Give us that yeah. information. Kevin Fine. writes them all down, though. He sends me a lot of handwritten notes, so he'll have it. Last year's performance performance of the year winner, Tyler Veerman, OCRWC 15K. Yeah. Good company there. On to upset of the year, Kevin Gregory and Esther. Checks in the mail. Upset of the year, <clears throat> last year's winner, DJ Fox at World's Toughest Mutter. This year nominating first, Jack Bauer. Upset of the year. Oh, I'm torn between two people. It's kind of like that super at trifecta. I'm going to lose my damn mind. <laughs> no, 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 no. And we're, we're going women first? Or are we going men? Uh, I had this combined. Oh, all things combined. All things combined. So men, women, and hybrid OCR are all combined here. Jack, you know I'm going to talk about one man and one woman, so you can go ahead and do the same thing. I know, I know. Um, Was this one of them that you didn't have written down yet? Is this the stalling tactic? I, I, I have a couple. And now you're starting. Go, go ahead. I'll I'll, right. I'll jump in after. I don't want to. BK, BK's pause. got some. I've got two well, that are. I actually born. have Bubbles again and Esther. And for, I mean, I also have Ryan Atkins against Gregory Basilico just because no one should outrun Gregory in a flat beast. Ryan Atkins, we've decided, we've decided Ryan Atkins is the greatest OCR athlete of all time. But he didn't outrun Basilico. And so, I choose Esther. <laughs> she I took like down, that. with no failures, she took down the greatest OCR athlete of all time. Yep. On the terrain where that athlete has previously won world championships. And she took it to her every like morgan she did it every step of the way and that would be jack how many spartan race spartan races had Lindsay won up until that point was it over 20 in her life no 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 in a row. undefeated streak she was at like 19 or 20 yeah all, and all like championships she wasn't doing yep. the 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 nick Riker sunday special yep all right but that's a good one. I, I, all right. I'm going OCR on this one because we're separating the two, right? No, or we're, nope. or we're combining the two. Sorry, combined. everything yep. is combined for all right. upset. FISO World Championship. Who the heck would have picked John Maria Savani to win the 3K and get second in the 14K against that field? Well, no one would have picked a 14K to start with, so I suppose I that could have pulled upset of the year. <laughs> yeah. For the 14K. That, that's I still true. have written as 15 just because I'm like, I'm not writing 14K. Yeah. I'm not doing it. But, okay. but he, I like it. he was basically like, he's been around for a few years, done well locally in Italy, and just put everything into this into training over the past year. He's doing like three a days. People say he's just obsessed. Um, and clearly it worked because he took down some really good athletes. Improved his running a ton. Um, but if you had, you know, the 20 most likely to end up on the podium, he probably wouldn't have been it at the start of the day, given who was there. That's, That's a, a good, good one. submission. That's a good one. Do you know why he wasn't in Abu Dhabi? He, he was. was. He got like ninth. He was like ninth or something like that. Hmm. 
slipped he away the finals. Right there entirely. He, uh, he was on my team. He's not. He's not young, right? He's he's closer to our age. Thirty-five, than, thirty-six, something. Yeah. yeah. Nice. He's got the Bracken hairstyle. He, he's he entered his second prime. Second prime. Yeah, thirty to thirty-nine 40. is real 35 good. To Forty. For, yeah. For OCR. I have uh, Morgan Schultz here for for Decafit. We had previously mentioned her. She came into this event as I think like the sixth seed, pretty under the radar overall for the past couple of years and came out. I don't think anybody had picked her to win the thing. Like, you know, someone, maybe someone's like, oh, but she's someone to watch out for. And then the way that she did it, the way that Bracken alluded to was pretty impressive. So uh, I don't second know. Fastest time ever. Second fastest time ever, leaving no doubt. So just being able to win that over the previous world champion who was in the race, Tara Jackson finished second. So the the only argument against her, which you can't falter, Lauren was not there, Meg wasn't there. Right. Like doesn't mean she wouldn't upset. Them. Yeah, yeah. Upset. It, I think it would have been a bigger upset if they were there in the eyes of those two are such heavy favorites at that point. But if you if you do and Vivian yeah. got sick also. Like it, it, you cannot take away a world title. She still did it, and she easily could have beat them. But I think that upset has to involve beating people who well, are. And Gian didn't have a uh, Atkins. BJ. Anyone? Yeah. BJ. I got Ryland. Yeah. Albin. Good field for sure, but Sam goes back on that end. I know. I, uh, other anybody else? I, I had Nicole here for that 3K as well, and then I had Bubbles on here. Hmm. For, I don't think you can give Nicole an uh, like, yes, it's unexpected, but upset is like you know, the 14 seed beating the three seed of March Madness. You don't like, is Nicole winning a world championship and update or an upset when she's done it like five or six times? Well, when you when you beat someone who's so much better than the field and has been for the past, you know, three or four years, Since you got hurt, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's It'd be like it's like a a heavyweight fighter or a fighter getting beat by the second best when mm-hmm. it's like oh wow that isn't something that you don't really expect. So I'm I weighing should... these in that Jack's pick upset more people than anyone else did. All the people he beat was an upset to the outsiders. Morgan upset the second most amount of people and the the reigning world champ, but Esther upset the best ever. And so I'm weighing that over cumulative places gained versus what you, she was supposed to take second. She took first. I'm counting that like someone beating Alabama in their prime. Even though you were number two, you beat number one. That was not supposed to happen. We've never really seen this happen in this modern era. So I still vote Esther. But you started off the program saying that it wasn't, or maybe Ristid saying that it wasn't a real world championship. And we just showed two people who won a world championship. Mm-hmm. So this was a glorified local battle. And if you're not treating it, it be, as a world championship. Yeah, it would be like if Alabama yeah, won the world sure. championship and then played in like an exhibition game at like the senior bowl or something yeah. the next week. That's the thing. Like Lindsay just won a world championship, a world championship. I don't know if she cared that much about this race. Where She doesn't like losing. <laughs> oh well, for sure. But like, she just won a huge paycheck. Like, I'm sure she came wrong. over there for that. Where everybody was in that race with uh, Gian was there to win that race. So yeah. I kind of like that one. I'm going with Jack on this one. You keeping your vote, Jack? Absolutely. Yeah. Can't argue that. 
it was just so unexpected given who was there like he, he it, it would be like uh someone on the spartan scene just but it, it was like dj fox like very very good but not the favorite heading into it and then it's like wow he put it all together and look what happened that that's kind of how i see it and dj won last year so when i saw his name i thought he was going to be more like a yesa de hair like kind of athlete who's younger who's coming onto the scene no but since he's not and he put it all to put it all together yeah. For like the entire he, weekend, too. In, the, like in that, race, that race. In that race, second place, Yessa De Hare, and he beat him by 20 seconds. And then Thibaut Deboucher, Leon Kofud, Thomas Van Tonder, Jonas Drescher, uh, Igor Belasov, Peter Vinicky, like a bunch of really good people. It wasn't, and this is an obstacle proficient course. So those guys we know, the more obstacles, the better they are. And he took them down by minutes. Can't argue. I like it. All right. Checks in the mail. On to best race battle slash best race. This is kind of a a one-off of what we thought was the most exciting visual race. Not like the best accomplishment, but just like what we saw out there, what was the most like entertaining. Last year, the best race battle was Ryan Atkins versus Sergey Perelligan at Spartan World Championships where they were uh, throwing blows at each other for miles. Miles at a time. Who's up? I'm up. Yep. I'm going to put uh, Pavel Hodinia and VJ Jones out uh, on this one. Spartan Race World Championship again. Pavel making that massive comeback on that sandbag with how much time was left in that race? Would you, would we say 90 Less seconds? Less than, Less than a minute and 60 seconds. Uh, oh, well, from the point that they dropped the sandbag, drop of the sandbag. Okay, 90, I'll give you 90 seconds, but at most. So on, on a track, we're talking like 600 meters, a, a battle of 600 meters to go with, with a, a monster kick. Pavel really putting it out there. I was thinking about today. Do you think, do you think Pavel went through that rig as aggressive as he possibly could have? Or do you think he's kicking himself thinking like, because in the, in that moment, right? Like, it's like I could win, but if I miss, I could lose the podium. I think I'm sure that's, fifteen thousand bucks was on his mind. Also, like oh, I want to win this, but do I want to play Eugenio? Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the trickiest part of all of OCR racing, other than pacing like the first two miles of any race. I think the hardest part is emptying the tank in the gauntlet, because at mm. any given point, you could do any one thing faster. Mm. But there's that worry of what the thing looming. And so looking back, for sure, he had something else to give, but only in retrospect could you say, should I have or not? Yeah, he's probably kicking himself a little bit, but he got second place at World Championships, walked away with a big pay. Yeah, pay and it wasn't Ryan 15 Atkins. seconds. It was like four seconds that he was behind, except for the pistol at that point. like He, he would have lost the pistol anyway. I know, I, but I'm saying like on paper, it looks like right. you know the battle wasn't that. That was oh, yeah. a exactly. battle. Totally, yeah. totally. That's my nominee. My favorite battle I watched in person was Kent and Rylan at High Rocks. Mm. Mm, that it wasn't was the really biggest race in the world. It was close, but it was just from a battle standpoint. That was a battle. It was a big it race. Just, it never fully separated. And when it started to, it came right back down. And from the start to the finish, those two were tethered. And that was an awesome battle. But the most important battle was, I think, Lindsay versus the field at Abu Dhabi all weekend long. 
She just never got a an easy go of it. And she just was caught in it the whole time. And we saw her behind. We saw her stretched out a bit and saw her have to come back down and make strong moves just to get back into the mix again. In the 3K, coming off of that pistol, having to make up like a 40-meter gap in a 3K race, maybe a 60-meter gap at one point, we've just not seen her like that. And she didn't get a break throughout the rounds, throughout the final, throughout the beast. It was just all weekend. So my actual actual submission is Lindsay versus Abu Dhabi. Besides Nicole, you had the other three best women in a long time all battling her. Mm-hmm. And it, she didn't have her strength of going up in the mountains and running away on the downhill or being able to close on a late half, second half climb. This is flat in the desert. She did it. Yeah. Yeah. In every round, every race, she got someone the best. Yeah. She think- had to keep surviving other people's bests over and over. So as compelling as Rylan and Kent were in person, Lindsay did that like four straight times. So that's my submission. And the fact that she had to come back and had to yeah. run a, an unpreferred strat, it would be like tripping on the first, you know, right out of the gates, like Camilla does and, or Mika- yeah. Michaela did recently. It's like, crap, this is not what I expected. And now you're, you're down and now you suddenly have two thirds of the race to make it up instead of the whole race. So, and VJ didn't battle with him the whole time. They met up again at the end. It was a great race. But I guess I lean more into the battle than the mm. race definition of this category. It's fair. Yeah. Well, I know that we already talked about Esther and Lindsay in the Beast. I I think that meets the definition of the word battle. Just both of them, one sandbag at a time, getting up that crazy sand dune. It was an 11 and a half minute sandbag for them. They were running side by side beforehand. They, you know... Esther separated a little bit, no different than what Gregory and Atkins had, where they were together for a decent chunk. Then Gregory separated, and then at the end, you know, the, the finish was a lot closer. But you still had both of them on the rig at the same time, both of them on the spear throw at the same time. The pistol, or not the pistol, because they replaced that, um, heading over a frame at the same time. You have the goat ch- uh, chasing you right at the end, and I know it's not a world title, but just like the Ryland versus Ryan Kent battle. Where you just kept seeing the not lead changes, but like coming back together. Holy crap! Ryland just put ten seconds on this run, and Kent's moving really well. That was kind of how I thought about this. Like I, I was audible watching it, like screaming at the at my screen multiple times. Like holy crap! I can't believe she's making a move. Or look how brutal this sandbag is. That was a battle by the definition of a battle, in my opinion. Is that basically the same nominee as Bracken's though? No, he did. He did the three K. 3K. No, I did the whole weekend. The weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lindsay and about. versus the field in Abu Dhabi, which is cheating. Definitely cheating. Bracken, Bracken like overlap. This really isn't a. This is kind of a weird so, category. So I actually think the 3K, due to the circumstances that Lindsay was put into, having to change, and you know she has the three running away from her. I think that was a better battle my opinion i would have gone with that i thought that you chose the 3k so that's why i was defending the the beast Mm. the battle was fun with with the four athletes kind of all together like the the visuals were great something we don't really get in ocr that often is seeing kind of people back and forth and and having the outcome being the balance i like it Lindsay versus the entire world 
Yeah. Count it. Count it. I also had, uh, I had the deck of strong down honorable mention, the men's yeah. deck of strong, the women's deck of strong was a pretty good battle too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Kempson versus Sean Roberts here. And then I had in random s- savage race, but I don't think that counts. Yeah. My, my other one, which was a little bit different, uh, would have been David Magida and Eric Williams in basically any relay that they did. They just had such different tactics than Taylor Haney, for instance, like when, when he was pulling away, um, who was he with again? He was with Colin. Uh, Colin. What, what, yeah. Uh, the two of them like were just super dominant and had, had really different strengths than Magida and Eric. And they were like getting on and off the, the machines at, interesting times but then they just it, it was just so fun watching it in person because of the different strategies but i still think you know the the meaningfulness of the three kocr worlds or uh Smart i'm out worlds. on deck of teams yeah bk Pretty hates guy. it bad point yeah. point for bk Lindsay versus the world that's the winner yep on to new categories Ooh. goofy games events of the year followed by goofy games athlete of the year I think we should probably have a different name for these Goofy Games Athlete of the Year. I mean, these are good athletes. I don't know if that sounds great, but it is what it is. Yeah. Well, we just, didn't invent it. Not re- I mean... Well, you invented the term. A little. <laughs> <laughs> we invented it. We saw accident hybrid, Rich Ryan, Goofy, Goofy Games. Yeah. And Goofy Games is way more clear. Hybrid racing, that's too broad. Hybrid yeah. this and that, that doesn't make any sense. Goofy, people get it. Goofy games of the year. Am I up? You did last time. Oh, okay. I'm last. I have two submissions. No, I have intentionally one. goofy you, you games. You just did of two last time. You're doing one now. We can, oh, we right. can take yeah, a look you, at my you, sweater and then tell me if I'm going to follow the rules. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. so, yeah, for we, the in- can be, intentional goofy games of the year and unintentionally goofy games of the year. For my intentional goofy game of the year, I think it goes to Goruck. I actually have goofy games of the year, and then I'm, I'm, I wanted to pitch. It's calling it the Goruck Award. Oh, the Goruck Award. <laughs> so, then they have, have to win it. Because it's the, I think it's just the pinnacle. No, it it's is. in its own category. It's its own thing. It's the pinnacle of goofiness. I Yeah, I, I don't know how I can pitch anything but Goruck as the goofy games of the year because it encompasses, it's set the definition for what we were trying to define goofy games by it has to have loaded carries it has to combine random bits of fitness and endurance and you have to wrestle or combat gotta combat you have gotta, to fight yeah and then at the end at the very end your prize is determined by one random thing that had nothing to do with <laughs> anything prior to that right. and you're not rewarded for anything you did up until that point like they set the blueprint for what goofy games are and so they have to take home year one uh, the the, the, the the final this year, imagine, I mean, it looked like a hard final, right? And like, uh, it was Carly Wopat versus um, Calypso Sheridan. And mm-hmm. it was just like, basically like, ha- the bigger athlete's going to win, just carry a bunch of stuff real slow back and forth. And like, imagine Calypso being like, are you kidding me? It's like the year before. It's like, now it comes down to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Jared be like, I don't know how to wrestle. <laughs> What is this? Now that you've completed your 12-mile ruck race, <laughs> the only fair way to settle this is sand wrestling. <laughs> I know you're the best rucker, and this event has ruck in the title, but let's not use that to determine the winner. <laughs> but if you would get killed in battle, it doesn't matter how well you ruck. Like, I yeah. guess so. That's why I think they I should just know. start with that. That guy just... would be 12 miles behind me already, so I don't think he'd be wrestling <laughs> yeah. me. For sure. I'm like, already I, at the pickup. If I saw... if, if 
Maderos and I saw a bear, a bear in the woods. Like he's getting eaten by that bear, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. I'm gone. I should be the CrossFit Games. Champion. I'll fight you if you can make no, it there's... to the LZ with me. How about that? <laughs> All right. I mean, you can't can't argue with the with the the Go Ruck Games winning the Go Ruck Award. No, you can't. But we got to unintentionally out. goofy. I think there's a three way tie. Oh my God! I, what are you having? He's gonna nominate all the games. Got, this has no, 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 no! You're they stealing have to come all my up ideas. On stage together. Well, let's and do, accept this. Let's let. Oh, oh they're all one. Uh, let's let yeah. Jack nominate his before you talk about all the goofy. <laughs> no, this is one. <laughs> it is okay. just go one. Ahead, Jack. Go, go for it. Yeah, yeah. You can finish your bragging. Go ahead. I will never finish. All right, go. <laughs> I don't know if this is necessarily goofy games, but the CrossFit five <laughs> no. k. You taking my shtick? CrossFit Games 5K <laughs> wasn't a 5K, and they doubled down, and they tripled down, down and it just blew out of proportions. And we we use that as one of the baselines in our made up goofy games. Like it, they they couldn't get the wheel measurement right, and they were just defending it. Like they didn't screw up over and over again. It wasn't specifically to, like most of the CrossFit Games very well run. That was the Goofy games within a professional event. That's a very goofy event. We could add the Northern California Classic 800 meter. 800 meter, where they're running well. 139. We could just say yeah. all CrossFit running events. Yeah. It's outside the box. It's not bad. It's not bad. BK, was that what you're going to pitch? No, I like that. I think it's I think it's so funny that they are experts at measuring weight and not distance. It's like, Can't listen, it's not our thing, guy. You expect <laughs> me to measure everything perfectly? No. It's almost so much time in the day. <laughs> Measured with the wheel three times. Look how fat. Like, <laughs> is there a button that switches from imperial to metric? Yes. No one knows what that means. We measured it. Yeah. This is and, then, and then Dave Castro got on months later. Still didn't run up to it. Like the best is that yeah. At the, uh, the and, then, and then they then they invited Chris Henshaw, who doesn't have anything to do with high rocks to be like the speaker and talk about running after he screwed that up at one of the high rocks, but like just the whole thing just evolved. And like you mentioned that 800 later on, just, just CrossFit measurements. 135. I think they ran shit is fast. Yeah, dude. There were like six guys under 140. Hey, if you train constantly varied domains, whatever, I forget the whole shtick, but if you yeah. train that way, you're going to run faster than Dave Rodisha. <laughs> I wanted so badly to see some protesters at that aerobic capacity masterclass that Hinshaw was yeah. putting on. People in the back like, meters aren't real. <laughs> meters aren't real. We don't care about your aerobic capacity. What's that, your 5,000 yard time? Uh, that was just a thing, right? He's like, yeah, no, they measured it three times. These guys are clearly running 520s when you're watching them. It's like, those are maybe 610s. Yeah. Just own it. It's impressive when you weigh 220 pounds and you run a It's fine. That's what said the whole time. Totally it's fine. great. Yeah. Like, dude, they, they freaking did clean and jerk like yeah. 400 pounds later that day. Yeah, everyone, amazing. everyone with a little extra pocket change should send the cheapest Amazon wheel you can find to Hinshaw <laughs> and uh, and Castro for Christmas. Every he he should get like ten thousand wheels for Christmas. Yeah. All right. So that's my nominee. I like it. Um. All right. I have I have one again that is I have like one or two that are um legit. <clears throat> or one that's one that is good. We'll, we'll put about that. But I'm nominating the Gov Games. That is the the goofiest of the goofy games. It's just carnival games out there, basically like Survivor, inviting all these 
high-end athletes to basically like like yeah play carnival games try to toss a ball into a basket that is like rigged and just <laughs> com- complete goofiness don't, don't tell how the scoring goes either just no idea how, no idea how the scoring goes no protest nothing nothing that goes along with it and it yeah. was the least legitimate games in terms of sport I've ever been a part of. But did you fight? We didn't fight that. <laughs> no. Had to keep our shirts on. Yeah. Got corrected <laughs> over that, yeah. That's as goofy not, as it gets. Not bad. And you had some of the best of the best in the world there. Uh he had like really, really good athletes at this event. Yeah. Like n- a number of CrossFit games athletes. Then were there were there some high end was there? Too? Who's that? Like uh, like Pavel, who just got second in Worlds, was there. Lindsay was on a team. Edu was on a team. They're yeah, good athletes. Amazing athletes. To, yeah. Like how many great, legitimate, world-class athletes can we get to not use their athleticism to do the, the same dumb, game? To, to build a house of cards, of six-foot playing cards and building a house. People will love it. Yeah. Goofy as it gets, dude. BK, back to you. Now you know what? I'm happy with this. No, come on. We need to hear what you got. No one's, no one's going to mention teaser. the... No one's going to mention the Porter rower where you brought a rower up a mountain. Oh, that well, that if we had red. one goofiest event, that is my submission. Yeah. The just single case, goofiest like event. <laughs> just in case you're in a storm <laughs> and you need to row your way out after hiking. I like, I like it. It's the most non-functional <laughs> non because there are already portage events. They are run portage uh, canoe or kayak run. There are events like this and they said, how can we make this non-functional? <laughs> it's the least <laughs> functional event I've ever heard of that actually needs fitness to require. I like it. To, to require to be able to do well at it. It's, I would have done it. It is the, yeah. it felt like an SNL skit. Like these yeah. events are all <laughs> like someone came up with it while drinking. And this is the SNL mocking of those people <laughs> who came up with it drinking. I, I just ever, can't wrap my mind around it. What, would, you, would you guys ever program this for any of your athletes? <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've run up a trail here in Colorado. I've been like, damn, you know what? I wish I, I, wish I had a right rower now. now. Fucking 10K on the row. Concept <laughs> <Yeah>. two. <laughs> so I have this thing where I would want to get a ton of vert, but the only way to get any good vert, like long sustained climbs is on concrete here. So I always thought, what if I just ran ghost riding a bike? up it and just bike down, ran up, bike down. And that was too goofy for me. And they're <laughs> and like, that's actually no, pretty functional, right? Yeah. You just you need a down. heavier implement that you can't ride down. <laughs> that's that's what you need, guy. And they did it. And that's, they stuck to it. Did no one some, asked for put it. some wheels on that. No rider. one wanted it. No yeah. one even said that sounds cool. And they're like, I hear what you're not saying. Let's do it. <laughs> but at least it wasn't like, hey, let's invite the best athletes in the world out here to do this to prove that our shit is cool. That was just like something goofy. They got people dialed into that task. They were good athletes out there for sure, but it wasn't like, we're here to test this and that. Like what your pet peeve is, is BK, which I agree with of being like, hey, what are you testing here? They're just like, we're not testing anything. I mean, yeah. when we designed our own goofy games in that episode, like this event inspired some of those events that this single competition was ridiculous. I don't think hike, I could have hike with the, I think if I was sat down for like a three hour brainstorm, I don't think I would have come up with something like that. No, That's just even when we tried brilliant. making it intentionally goofy, we couldn't break out of the, like our natural programming of like, we got to test something. <laughs> we couldn't have come up with this. They did oh, it. They did. And it, 
I don't know if you'll ever see another event quite like this. So that's my most goofy event of the year. That one's really good. Uh, I also had, I had Rally in the Valley on here. That was actually a, a legit competition um, yeah. that I thought the, the programming was, for the most part, good. Maybe a couple of goofy things in there, but... Uh, they like they are the, the one I would attend. They are the best goofy game. Yeah. Best example of what goofy games could be. Yeah. Rally in the Valley had weird events like paddleboard and then also an elimination... Like a memory test or something. Yeah, like an elimination thing where you, you made the top eight, then four, then two. Which like, is okay. I don't love that way to end these events. But. I know, but it, but it was a weird scoring system plus strange events that normally aren't tested. So yeah, it was different. If it, it, it fits the category for the most part. Yeah. And then Alpha Warrior, of course, with the tug of war and like the, the 10 second yeah. like lead after the tug of war with a yoke that made no sense in it just <sighs> because they're just like... What's cool? And then just like put it all together. Let's like put in succession. Did you guys think about the order of these? Like, we just put cool no. stuff out here. What are you talking about? Yeah. Now, and like, that was just like a bummer of an end, an ending. Like, that just was <laughs> biggest letdown. Yeah. Got, there are got, goofy got games that inspire you, there are goofy games that test you. And then there are goofy games where you get done and think, why? And that was that. Yeah. Like, it was just a letdown. Like you said, it was a bummer of an ending. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. We don't need it. We it just, like, they had to have combat in it, you know, mm -hmm. like, it could have yeah. just been that yoke, and then the person just is off and racing into their thing. But yeah. they basically took that event from Carly, which was lame. All right. What are we going with? Got the best laugh out of that green beret. I mean, if not, if like laughter should be like what wins the Go Ruck Award, just like how silly you feel when talking about it. So I think green beret has to win. So here's what I propose. Okay. They win, but we give Go Ruck the title of it. They win the Go Ruck Goofy Games Award. They've been doing this for years. Yeah. Go Ruck doesn't win, even though I think they should, but they win by being immortalized on yes. the trophy. I'm with it. Okay. I, I can vote. I can get on board with that. And they get, and like, we'll send them a Go Ruck sack with like jello in it or something, something ridiculous, something that makes no sense. I, I vote for Exploding Ink in the sack. Exploding ink, like a, yeah, 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 like a, yeah, like a, the, like spring-loaded snakes fly out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jack in the Box thing. <laughs> All right, uh, congrats! The Glad we got that one. Congratulations, that one good. thanks, Rich. Congratulations. All right, so Goofy Games Athlete of the Year again. We should probably come up with a different name than this. Uh, somewhat hi hybrid is definitely the. Most ready for the unexpected. Yeah. 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 We need a fake word though. Like hybridized. Yeah. Yeah. Hybridized is not bad. Hybridized athlete of the year. Um the random is the most hybridizedest. Yeah. What's a synonym for random, Jack? What's the language uh, of origin? Une unexpected. Never mind. Uh, You're spelling. <laughs> Never mind. You're not a thesaurus. Yeah. <clears throat> you are a spelling machine and a time spontaneous. Spontaneous is not bad. All right, who's up, who's up first? I think Jack. me. Yeah. Uh, Goofy Games athlete, Jared Newby. He's the GOAT, Every dude. single thing. Jared yeah, Newby. He, he, he's, he's the winner. Uh, we talked about him a little bit before. You put weight on that man's back, he's going to win that event. Made the finals. Could have easily won GORUCK Games the year before. It involved wrestling, but it, he was the best GORUCK or best Goofy Games athlete up until then. He goes to all of them. Does GRIT Games. Uh, he's done several of them. And I, I would put my money on Jarrett anytime that I hear random events are going on. You know, he's got noob sanity. Obstacles aren't going to slow him down. He's very proficient on that. He's going to create. Don't rip. 
He's going to create the ultimate Goofy Games out there. He is mm-hmm. designed, and he puts on a Goofy Games. He does. He does. I don't know how you can't He's give leaning him. into it. Should we just pass over this category and just give him his, his award? It's his. And yeah. I, what I love about him is that he's in on the joke, but he also monetizes it. But he like, goes I hard. get this, this is dumb. But he's really good. But yeah, I'm going to really be good. the best at it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to put on a dumb event that we all agree is dumb, I'm going to be the best at it. <laughs> and I'm kind of pumped that I am. And I also get it that it's dumb. Like, I like that. He strikes the perfect balance. He does it great. He did. Yeah. He uh, second at. Uh, grit games this year. Um, I don't. He, I think he was in like the top eight. I guess everybody's in the top eight of Go Ruck. Where else did he went to Alpha Warrior? Um, he has all the world records with the Go Ruck, Deca, and High Rock stuff. He yeah. set a half marathon world record running with. Weight. I'm not sure if that was this year or last year. Oh, I, I thought it was earlier this year. year. But I was technically. I thought it was this year. I thought it was spring. Yeah, okay. I thought it was like April or. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. That's true. That's true. And he like smashed it by. Un- unprecedented amounts. This is a good one. This is a combined. Are there goopier games athletes than him? Yes, but he's the best at it. Well, I mean, we got to talk about I, like Cole Schwartz seriously lands on the podium at every single one of these, no Everyone. matter what it is, you know. And like, there is something to be said about being able to adapt on the fly and and figuring out how to do these goofy ass games that are hard, right? They're physical challenges that take a high level of fitness to do and to be able to consistently be able to accomplish high results without very specific prep. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's like a skill, you know, and he's, he's, strong. And he's, he's really strong, really strong. He, he can, can run through obstacles. He can run like he, he, he can just do all the stuff like pretty well. He can. And he gets the inside track on at least two events per year. He's sleeping with the owners kind of thing. Not like actually, but like, you know, like there's pillow talk going on Maybe. and that's a goofy skill to have. That's, that's yeah. true. That's a leg up in this industry. That's not, yeah, that, that is definitely in the positive category. Yeah. Yeah. And then like Carly Wopat. She's the obvious nominee for women. She, yeah. she, she got screwed. Well, she's not the obvious. Chris, I think Chris Roglowski is up there too. It's Chris, it really is. She Chris won. Is would Chris have won Alpha Warrior had the scoring been a little bit different for that final you, you event on the rig? You can only play the game that you're in. I know, I know. But which which goof. is the reason goofy. goofy games exist? Yep. Yes. Yes. Chris is the kept, obvious choice. She won the and she won grit. Kylie's the heir apparent. Kylie's lurking. Kylie's definitely. I mean, but she Carly won. She might also be too serious. Well, Carly, Carly won. She won Battle Bunker, too. Battle Bunker and Go Ruck, but Chris wasn't at. Was Chris at Go Ruck? Uh hmm. yes. She did not do Palm Beach because it was the same weekend. Oh my god! <laughs> oh great, <laughs> that's not great. Um, so Carly beat her there. I don't think Chris did Alpha did uh, Battle Bunker, which we didn't talk about for Goofy Games of the Year. I mean, that was a whole thing. That was the entire year. Of goofiness, the Had it bobbing from, in the pool from yeah. March to yeah, the bobbing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think this is a four-way tie. If Jarrett wins. wins, all right. Well, so you have Jarrett, Cole, Carly, Chris. Yes, and they wrestle for it. <laughs> Battle royal. Is it like Perfect. over the ropes, or is it like getting stabbed with a fake? Honestly, knife? I might I take think Carly. <laughs> I think we wait down the okra and we drop it in the deep end of the pool. 
no rules. Whoever gets it out of the pool wins the title. It's okay. deep. How like deep? 50 feet. 50 feet deep. I think 10 to 12 is enough for me. It's too deep. Uh, too deep. You're wearing a rock. Like a, not the Marianne's Trench. <laughs> Yeah. You can get down there. You can get to 50 feet if you're wearing a rock for sure. <laughs> yeah. The, the rock never the bobbing in the water you. event. Yeah. All right. Jared Newby, he's the goat, dude. We all know it. This is uh, this maybe we can we can fri- name it after him also. Frivolous conversation. Not yet. Almost. Yeah. But very. Give me one more year. All right. Show frivolous. me something I've for seen one a more lot. year. And he can become the go rock of the Goofy Games. Athletes. The goat rock. He's the greatest goat of all rock. time. Yeah. Jack, that all right. was good. Let's move that along. Was that was that was a great addition to the Oakers. I think everyone agrees. This next category is OCR breakout performer slash most improved. We're separating this out. Last year we only did one between uh, OCR and hybrid. Now that the the they are dividing even further, um, we're going to do a breakout OCR athlete and a breakout hybrid athlete. Last year it was your boy who took that W. I still got the check out here. We're feeling good about it, but on the wall, checks on the wall, came in the mail, wrote it to myself. Damn. Yeah. We couldn't cash it. We, we <laughs> didn't still, know for sure. Still waiting. It's going to bounce. Still waiting on, uh, <laughs> yeah. still waiting on some, uh, some things to come through before we cash that thing. Let's start with OCR yeah. on the men's side. You. Me. Yep. As the OCR. I went, as in you went first last time. No, no, no. You, you oh. started off. I was yeah. like, man, that's, uh, could be. Yeah. Could a lot be. of OCR this year. I have so I have a couple names on here that I'm just going to go with Leon Leon Kofood here. He is a name that we have known over the years, but he really put together an awesome year, finishing. I think I have some of his stats here. He was third OCR World Champs, 15k. I think he was what fifth in the 3k and FISO. He was up there on one of them, sixth in the 3k, sixth in the 3k, finished fourth at Spartan Worlds. You know, like really asserting himself at like he seemed to be somebody that could pop a race if it was in his wheelhouse, right? If it was like short course, obstacle dense, uh, but he's really shored up a lot of the things, in particular his running, and has proven that he can do uh, these obstacle races over several different styles of racing. So I, I think Leon is uh, had a breakout year. I think he really as- ascended into a different a tier of athlete this year. Denmark is not known for their mountains or their elevation, and he won a 15k title on a mountain at 8,000 plus feet elevation. Three, you got third in the right? fi- er, the 15k. Sorry, yeah, that was very unexpected. Wait, wait, and four. What, you won a title? No, or, no, no, podium. Sorry, title. Yeah, yeah, podium. Yeah, third place. It's like wow, I really didn't pay attention to FISO. <laughs> no, I didn't even know where that was. I didn't even know that was a 15k. Yeah, it's not. Well, he's my vote. I've been, I've been said it like two weeks ago. You were going to nominate him. I think in July was the first time I said he's now on the like he's fast tracked for for most improved this year. He's just had an outstanding year, and he raced start to finish, and he never dropped off. That's very very rare in this sport, especially as your year of ascendancy. So he's the obvious choice for me. But because I can't vote for him, I'm going to go with Basilico. He was already good, but he came into his own as arguably the best on the planet this year. And I don't think he was in that conversation in the past. He was like fringe. His buddies would have said so, like his countrymen would have said so, but the rest of the world wouldn't have had him in their top two or three. Now he is. Gregory Basilica. Okay. We had him nominated last year. 
but this is like yeah, another he he elevated taking it to another level elevation. This year. Yeah, because he was fourth in Abu Dhabi in twenty twenty one. So it's mm-hmm. like for him to have done what he did last year and then even more. I, I agree that it's a further ascension. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, are we separating men and women or this combined? Yeah. Okay. Um my vote, Manuel Defoe. I had him down there. Nobody would have thought that guy was going to win the national series. Came over nope. from Europe four separate times. Got his he's 43 years old. Got his first ever podium when he was 40 years old a few years ago. And he got I know he got fifth in OCR Worlds in the past and I think the 15K a couple of years ago. He got eighth in Abu Dhabi last year. He won the national series this year. It's crazy. It crazy. And with all that international travel. And he was top 10 at Spartan Worlds again in the 3K. I think his season as a whole, no disrespect to Leon, who he beat in a couple of these races because Manuel got third in four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. It's almost too bad we can't give Leon most improve and give uh, give him, give Manuel Defoe the breakout performer of the year. Yeah. Someone's going to go home disappointed that deserves the award. I like Manuel you here. You have to break this. Okay. I kind of like Manuel here. Like Leon, um, I guess if you look at it, if you, if you think about it in the beginning of the season, who would you be more surprised if they had the year that they had? I think like Manuel would be a little bit more, Manu would His be a high was surprising. higher. Yeah. If but you, like, if, if like we saw Leon race in Palm Beach, we saw him race in Mexico at the end, like you had them come over multiple times and obviously they both stuck around for OCR worlds. But if, if you pulled a hundred people at the beginning of the season and said, these two are coming over from Europe for the entire series, who's more likely to win the series. Most people, especially hearing that it's a three K just based on their reputation at the time. I think most people would have gone with Leon. So for him to have won the series with all that international travel as fantastic as Leon was, I agree with Bracken where it's like most improved versus breakout and for a breakout performer to be in their 40s it's kind of like oh man imagine if this was a decade ago for you but it i i can't go against him unfortunately i'm gonna i still vote leon in a losing battle manuel got his thing and he did that one thing four times and he did it spectacularly and he deserves all the credit in the world for that leon did everything we thought we knew who he was as an athlete and he came back and made a podium in the thing that he wasn't as an athlete. So I give him most improved uh, 10 times out of nine. Manuel also got third at OCR World Championships 3K and Leon got fifth. If that changes anyone's mind. Anyone being Bracken. No, it confirms what I was saying. He did the same thing. He did 3K all day, every day (laughs) and did really well at it. That is and did true. better at his thing than Leon did at his thing. But Leon did everything else really high level as well. Yeah, maybe it's a, a name recognition thing with Leon versus Manuel. We just know Leon a little bit more. Uh, but I'm going, man. I'm going, Manu. Congratulations. Yeah. Check us in the mail. One of the most improbable seasons I've ever seen. Yes. To be honest. On the women's side, last year's winner was Meg Jacoby. Heard of her? She's done okay this year. She's done okay. That 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 is that is a good sign. So this now, is our we CR. Combining? Last year, last year we we're combined. Not co- okay, we're, we're not combining. Hi- we're doing hybrid breakout next. All right. On the women's end, uh, who's up, BK? Me. 
I only have two names written down, so hopefully I you only guys have don't one, say. and I hope it's Jax Sandy Menchie. That was not Jax. No. All right. Took third in the non-world championship 21K, the first Filipino athlete of either gender to ever make a non-world world podium. <laughs> International stage is the biggest that her region has ever performed. Just the like free- Manuel wouldn't have appeared on Vegas's odds, she wouldn't have either. And she, the, to me, she is the breakout performer of the year. Prior what? to last year, when Sandy got... 10th place in the super that was the world championship distance last year the highest ever finished by an athlete from asia not just the philippines was 20th wow sandy just got third like it's it takes a while for the rest of the world to catch up and i think that honestly if a hundred meter distance was offered a lot of filipino athletes would be doing work to north american athletes on a regular basis but to come over make the finals in the 3k a day later when everyone's beat up, I know Lindsay and Esther and everyone else, uh, they were beat up, but Sandy was still their best racer that day in a pretty, pretty difficult condition. So not a bad choice. And in this case, you know, that's the definition of improvement right there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But like your, 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 your stat was against other world championship races. Yeah. Like you're, you're comparing that 21 K versus like a Tahoe beast. I was given well, I mean, finishing 22 minutes. Two days, tw- how two many days. people finished within 22 minutes of Lindsay at world championships? Like Nicole Faye a couple times. Is that, it, that gap, as ridiculous as it sounds, is actually pretty close at a world championship. This this 20 this 21k world championship is just like I know, like, but conf- it's muddying the waters. It's Sandy like also it's made stupid. the finals. Sandy also made Nothing the finals. Sandy. Yeah, she took seventh. Nothing right? against Sandy. Yeah, but just as 21 seventh in the, the 3K? sake of argument, I will always push back against it. From now, when we do Okras in a decade, I'm gonna be like that 21K didn't count. 2023, take it out of stats. Well, the team race doesn't have a world championship. I looked on on the results; it doesn't have dash world Good. championship either. It shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Who, it's who like won? a fun run? Who showed up? People with three people from their country or who combinations won? of three. Uh, Slovakia, probably. That's a terrible guess. Jack, who are you, who are you nominating here for? <laughs> Allie Tippett. Strong. Yep. Second place, Big Bear. Third place, San Luis Potosi. Sixth place, Palmerton. Three top six finishes, two podiums in the National Series. Allie Tippett. I knew she definitely had a ton of potential back in the day. I think she had a couple finishes floating around 10th in the past. This was her year. I had her as well, for sure. Can't argue that. Definitely breaking out. Absolutely. And maybe it was that finding distance, or maybe she just put her pushed her chips in a little bit heavier this year. But and she had a baby within the past year, also. So, like, I don't know. I don't know if she put an extra training after that as well. Got the what, what's it? The red blood cell difference, Bracken. You you talk about that where women come baby out doping, baby disqualified. Doping. Yep. Got to <laughs> okay. negate points here. Yeah. I like it. The other name I had written down was uh, Alyssa Petrova. And, you know, I have her name written down for several other things down the line as well. But just the way that she, this was an ascension kind of how Gregory Basilicos would be. She was already one of the best in the world, but she took it that much closer to be like the best in the world where she finished, where is it? I have it written somewhere here. 
She was second at Spartans. She was fourth at FISO 3K. She was second in the 15K at FISO. So she had some really good results this season. Um, where in the past she would be, you know, if she was in the top five in a lot of these things, uh, which she still was, we would be like, okay, that was a good performance. But now it's like she is one of the two to three people that should be could be fighting for a win. So I thought she had a really good season in terms of like where she was from. Yeah, agreed. All right, what are we going to do here? It's it's a tough choice because I, I see a lot of strong parts in Bracken's argument as well, just because of the that region in Asia has never really had a dominant performance or uh, an athlete who's been able to contend for for a solid performance at a world level. So, I'll and Sandy over. also won APAC championship. And she won APAC? Yeah. Who, who, who typically wins APAC? Um... Are there Australian the racers like that? Like yeah, there, the there are definitely some. Next year, it's in Australia. Um, I'm trying to think who won it last year. Uh, maybe Reika uh, from Japan. She ran at USC, um, and mm. but she's from Japan originally and moved back there. Uh, and I think Reika got second this year. When you said USC, I thought was there another weird national championship that I didn't? No, know no, about no. no. University of uh, Southern I get California, it now. <laughs> South Carolina. Yeah, or uh, Southern California. She's a Trojan. Yeah, or Gamecock. BK, you're switching? Yeah, I'm going to go Petrova. All right. I was going to switch to Sandy. Now we're right back to where we were. Let's do that. Let's do that, actually. Now we're back. All right, I'm voting for Sandy. All right. Go for it. Jack, what are you going to do here? Check in the mail. We got to send a check to every single continent. Let's go, Sandy. Sandy gets it. I like it. We've got Europe, North America, and Asia so far. We got to find those Antarctic racers pretty soon. They'll be coming. On to hybrid breakout performer of the year. This is a new category, breaking out male and female. We've been doing male first. Should we keep that rolling? Let's do it. Jack, you're up. Nick Riker. Riker. We used to make fun of the Riker line. We're just teasing him. He was still a good athlete. He learned how to race. Bracken, I had one of your favorite analogies when I said he used to be like some guy who could throw 100 miles an hour. Then he learned how to throw strikes at 100 miles an hour. It's good enough. I like that. Right I was now. just, just blowing smoke. Nah, you said it. We got YouTube comments saying it was good. Um, but anyway, Nick Riker just elevated his game. Sec- or Third place at uh, DecaFit World Championship, sitting in second, reaching the burpees. So 95% of the race, he was in second place. Um, and I know it's how he finished, but he got a podium. At a world championship, we saw him take down VJ, Isaac Sanderson, several people. I mean, if you look at fantasy football, he's his team name is four and two against Rich Ryan and Decafit. So he's, he's taking down the he's champ. Eating, he's eating pickles this year, though. The, yeah, <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, he sucks at football, at fantasy football, but he's really, really good at hybrid. He only knows, um, play, he only I, knows players that play on the Bears or have had once played on the Bears, and that's who's on his fantasy team. <laughs> that's true. He's not, in, and he's not good at fantasy football. Weird. No one's at. ever accused him of being a great decision maker, <laughs> but he's had a great breakout year in hybrid. And, and he also, you have to give him credit. A lot of athletes try to do Deca and High Rocks. And sometimes they have success in one or the other. He seemed to be, I'm going to do DECA and I'm going to do it well. Mm-hmm. And it worked but out But he did for him. one high rocks and did well enough to not disqualify himself from this he's, award. Isn't he, yeah. He's still the Riker line in high rocks, right? It's, yeah. I just looked at it. In 6502 VJ, 6452-6452 under it. the Riker line. Yeah. Congratulations to him. Yeah. So he's no longer the DECA Riker line. 
Decker-Reicherlein. But the no. name Reicherlein's so good, it might stick forever, and it <laughs> might just apply to a new person. You might say like Isaac is now the Reicherlein in Deca. We, not that it's that, Isaac. Not, yeah, no, yeah. he's he had like we, Isaac's way better. Finishes, yeah. We could. He's uh, just my proposal for this award. So we could we, maybe we can tack that on to the end of the Ocris, creating a new a new Riker line, Ooh. male and female, each each year. I don't think we should do that. <laughs> Some people. <laughs> you can only that. do it if it's your friend. Yeah. If not, it's just really rude. <laughs> Super mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, good one. I had Riker down as well. I think that this is really fair. Get into that world level podium. Uh, pushing his chips in on that, taking his time from thirty twenty to twenty nine forty something, uh, it really worked. It worked for him. I'm up. I'm going to nominate Bo Wills here. Ooh. Bo has kind of been floating around, like just the the number of athletes from again that five to like twenty five position in the world. It's completely a grab bag. Who knows how it's going to end up any given race, any given, given race. Like Bo popped a really fast time last year, somewhere at 58, 30, something to get himself in the elite 15 and just had a massive breakout at Stockholm finishing third time. I'm just throwing all times out for that race, but who, so who cares, but he finished, he beat a bunch of really fast, good, mm-hmm. consistent athletes to get himself into the world championship. And I was poking around at some results. He finished like sixth in the at world championships last year in the non elite division. Right. So from going from that now finishing third in what was probably one or two most competitive races this year, he, he had, he has it sometimes <laughs> it, it seems <laughs> <laughs> he has it sometimes. And when he has it, it's good. I like that submission. Marcus Wallace was one case of, uh, mm. what do you have? Ricketts. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby. Kirby. Yeah. Case, of, case of Rick gets away from getting this award in my book uh, he, he did he did almost the three best things you can do world championship podium in DECA sub 60 high rocks and took it to me and, and uh, like beat that ass in a workout has but, the uh, stole your ram come get it snatched your chain yeah but but the scurvy kept him out of high rocks so he didn't go sub 60 and so for me it comes down to Sanderson mm. or Azar and Azar needs a vote for me. And so I'm letting world's toughest cloud this. I don't care. That's hybrid in this moment in time. Austin Azar is so consistent across the board and everything. He just ran 60 flat with a five minute wall ball. Guy's going to be sub 60 very soon. He's good in everything he does. And so even though Isaac had a great breakout, Austin is just the guy now. I think in the past it was Austin does everything and he's pretty good at all of it and he's so good at carries. Now it's just like if he shows up, you're in for a battle in any event under the sun. So I vote Austin. Yeah, I've Austin down uh, later in a couple categories for yeah, sure. I, I don't have him for. He's not going to win this, but I'm voting so that he's a nominee. I would have held out for him later. I had Isaac Sanderson down. Had a good deck of season. Just ran sixty-two. Alayo. What about him? Alayo is on here. I think Graham he's Holiday. I think John Wynn are worth mentioning. Britt new to the sport, finishing fifth, sis, fifth and sixth, respectively, in High Rocks last season. JK? JK, I mean, for sure. Alphonse winning everything over a DECA Europe. I got him on a different, in a couple different categories. Oh, okay. Um, I like Marcus Wallace. We could probably put Colin in this as well. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. What are we going to do? I'm going with Riker. I'm voting with my heart and my loins. Yeah, I know. This is like that's definitely big time heart pull for us 
giving it to old Nikki Riker. But we gave it to me last year. So it's a breakthrough. We could easily do it. He's it is been there and he broke through. Some people have <laughs> arrived this year. He broke through. Okay. His nickname was Mr. 3020s because all I'd do is run in the 3020s. And then he just, I'm going 30, 40 seconds faster than that. So He's like, when you're the on. Riker line, that's the definition of high end mediocrity. Yeah. <laughs> and, he doesn't and have then it he anymore. moved through. He broke through. He moved it. through. That's a breakthrough. Great. Perfect. Nick Riker checks in the mail, but definitely not. We're not sending you shit. Mm-mm. Bunch of dog doo doo. Bunch yeah. of dog doo doo coming to your doorstep. On to the female. Who went on? Who went first? Jack, you went first, so it's I back did. to me. Yep. A lot of athletes here. I had. I, I kept. This is a thinking, tough category. Yeah, I kept thinking and writing down more and like looking at results. I'm like, oh yeah, this person could be. This person could be. So I've I've five names written down. Come on, guys, get it together. Yeah, just only one, just like Bracken does. Yeah, just I only have one written down for this category. One How about plus that? One plus one plus one. Well, I hope I get it. I hope I nail it yeah. right from the start. You probably uh, I'm gonna nominate Bell McFarlane here. Ooh. This was one I almost forgot about because of her choice to to mm-hmm. lean more into doubles and 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 not doing the individual as uh, as as seriously this year. But last year she went from like a sixty-seven to like a sixty-four to finishing third in the world, right? Basically, in half of half of a year. So that was more of an emergence, like less than the breakthrough how we talked about last time. But she was someone that we just had no idea of who this was and she improved her performance incredibly and is obviously an awesome competitor to finish third at the world um, so that's why that's why i have i did forget about her because in my mind hyrax world championship is last year it screws with me how they have even that though spring. it was six months ago or yeah seven. it screws yeah. with me and so i didn't have her i have camilla massa great i had her as well uh, she has to be in in the conversation at least because she's gotten better across the board at everything. And she went from this this woman who were like she has potential here to now she's potentially winning world championships. She's filling it. Yeah, she's filling. She, it. Yeah. She wasn't even in the elite fifteen last year, for sure. And now now she's going to be in every single. She has an auto qualifier. With a broken hand. With a broken hand, yeah, finishing fifth with a broken hand, which is crazy. Broken like pinky or whatever, but still, I think it's surgery on that thing. And she's racing while acting the part. She's not hanging around the fringes and hoping to get lucky. She is, she's acting the part. She clearly believes she belongs there and she's just doing it. And for some reason that matters a lot to me. I like it. And, and if we go through someone who's been there and breaking through, she meets that, that criteria quite a bit, the way Riker did as well. She probably was the Riker line last year. Mm. I think it's, Fair. I mean, she Last was year. the top yeah. individual at outside of the elite fifteen yeah. at Worlds. So she's like, sounds like the Riker line. <laughs> Riker's not that good. Becca last year, he was probably the top of the non-contenders. Probably. I think oh. most improved. If you have that potential, we all see it, and then you do it. You're the most improved. Who do you got, Jack? Lauren Griffith. So Good one. Six, 62 42 or something this past weekend. Something crazy. One by a couple minutes. And that wasn't a fast course. Again, people with high rocks, it's like, I don't buy this time because this and that. But like, it's either. You see other people on the course. It's yeah. however you want to do it, too. It's like, I've, yeah. I'm going to determine that this course was fast because I don't like the results. Or I'm going to determine it was slow because I don't like the results. It's both ways. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot to nominate High Rocks for Goofy Games. It's not it's not just what she did in High Rocks. Like she's running the 64s before in High Rocks um this year, but taking it up two minutes. But I was just impressed in person watching her at Deca Fit World Championships, Deca Mile World Championships. She was in the slow heat for Deca Strong, so we didn't really get to see her. Um but she, she was, she was third and third, second. Three and two. Yeah. Yeah. Um really solid. Yeah. And we she was just assertive and races confidently. And I know that she had a couple seventh places for uh or made the finals in Spartan 3K. So we were like, okay, she's having a good year yeah. overall. But I think like a, a bunch of other athletes, she just found that hybrid fits her skill set better. And I think that she she's gonna have a heck of a championship season later this year or uh, next year with both DECA Fit World Cha- or DECA World Championships and High Rocks. I think she put herself on the map running that 62. She has to be considered as a podium threat in, in any major that she gets into and potentially at Worlds. Yeah. 62, we just don't see that very often. No. On and a regular you on course. Your hand. Who's done it? Like Lauren. She's top five in the world immediately by doing that. Yeah. yeah. Lauren, Meg, Michaela, Linda. Yep. Kind of it. Like on a non-championship course. Yeah. Yeah. Or in general, right? Yeah, I think in, period. I think at all. I mean, yeah, you could have Tafudo. Right. That was the world championship grid. like a year ago. Yeah, v- Vivian was who I was torn between, but I had she also here. podiumed at Worlds. Or, no, she got fourth. Never mind. She got fourth. And she got fourth yeah. at Deca, and then yeah. fourth at Chicago. Yeah, she got that Delory, Delory line yeah. locked. Uh, I also had Morgan down. Morgan Shell's in here as well. Mm-hmm. I think she'll get it next year. Honestly, you don't get much better than world champion. Yeah. Right, but I think she's going to put together a body of work next year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We'll she see also her. came back from some time off competing, so that's just uh, that's hard to do. Yeah, came yeah. back better. I like Camille here for the same reasons that we talked about. Just like has been here, where like Bell is out of nowhere, Lauren's essentially out of nowhere. Like we don't have too much history with her in previous years. She's obviously getting better throughout each race as we go, but Camille, as we saw, like going from 70 plus to like consistently just like chipping away. And now is a real threat to any race she comes into. Mm-hmm. My, my only question on that, and I'd have to look up the results. How did Camilla versus Lauren do head to head this year at DECA world championship? Uh, Camilla beat her in strong and, and Lauren beat her in the other behind. two. Yep. Lauren beat her in the other two. And she has a faster high rocks time. Right. But like, if I'm looking How's at that, it, not more improved. That's a better year. It's a better year, but we don't know. But like, like we said with Riker, it's like we saw the improvement, the breakout. That's what I'm leaning on for this one. Not who's a better I'm, athlete. I'm going. I'm going head to head because Lauren was not on the map last year. Yeah, she was. Was she even in any races? That's what I'm saying. I don't even remember seeing her in any race. So like, it's it depends on how you want to. Yeah, it's hard to category. wait growth when you didn't know what she could do. Right. Okay. You're not wrong. No, definitely not. Anyone who gets nominated here deserves an okra. And maybe they should get a piece of okra from us. Send it out some okra. They'll get the actual vegetable. The real winners are going to get the... If they can identify what an okra is, we'll send some. Go buy one and then bill us. Yeah. Fry it up. And the checks in the mail to pay you back. So, BK, who you got? Camilla. All right. I'm fine if you go with Camilla. Thank you. Yeah, I think matter. it's Lauren, but I'm fine with that. That's why we're doing this here. Two to one. You lose. 
okra is pretty similar to what I thought it would look like. Kind of looks like a little green piece of yeah, bamboo, like, right? You ever had some fried okra? Yeah, delicious. No. Anything fried, really. Yeah. I think by itself is probably really bad. It's like a root, right? I've never had it other than fried. No. Spent one year in this in the South. That was enough. Yeah. Had, had, had some uh, hush puppies, some fried okra, collard greens, sweet tea. Grits. Hush puppies. Never got put, in on grits. But biscuits and gravy became my world. Mm. What a great You probably concept. needed that, how much you weighed at that time. But That was all that was keeping me held together was gravy. <laughs> I love the hush puppies are just like fried bread. It's like, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's amazing. It's like, this is awesome already, but what if we just like fry that thing? It's like, yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, We're going international athlete of the year, OCR. That's where we're at. Last year, Richard Heineck took the okra on the men's side. Esther Hortabagyova took it on the women's. Is this me? BK, you're up. It is. Gregory Basilico. I don't think that there's... I mean, you could. You, there are some arguments for there's other debate. Men, there's debate. But across the board, he just wins about everything. And so... He's the, he, he's just the best. He's the most impressive looking OCR runner I've ever seen, I think. And we're living in his, approaching his prime. I, I can't vote for anyone but him. You saw some of the early days of like Hobie and Cody and Alvin. Is he a better runner? He's a prettier runner. And it's really hard to judge on terrain how fast people are yeah. really going. Mm-hmm. He, the thing is, you have Atkins in the picture for everyone, so you can kind of sort of compare. Yeah, but I mean, if you look back, anytime they got on runnable courses, those guys outran Ryan back in the day. But Ryan's a better runner now as well. So I, I just, I, it's really hard to say who's better. I, I have firsthand knowledge that Cody Moat was running sub five on trails in races. And low fives throughout the race. Hobie Call, his marathon, when he came to OCR, his marathon pace was 502. His threshold pace was like 513. I no, no, it was it was faster than that. It was like 448 or something. Yeah. Like he could hold 513 to 520 on any terrain I'd ever seen. So how much faster than that is this guy? I don't know, but he's in that league. And I would say he's faster through rigs than any of those guys were. He may not be. Uh, he struggled. That's his hangup. He, he he lost. He fell off of. I didn't say he's or, uh, better last year, and he almost failed this year if he didn't grab above the notch. I didn't say he's better than them on it, but he can move faster. We saw him swinging through rigs with abandon that Hobie never really did. Hobie just kind of glided through everything. Cody what? never did anything impressive on rigs, so he just visually looks better than they used to look. Prime Hobie looked about as fast as it gets. My point is, I can't call it, and I saw them in person. He's that fast. He grabbed above the knot. What do you mean? He grabbed like the big. Oh, you know how pipe? The, the the thin rope, yeah, where the where it attaches. The, oh, the oh, part I that they allow on, you to. Yeah, I thought he meant on Twister. I was like, what? He's improving his game every time we see him. Yeah, he won trifecta worlds. One trifecta but, worlds got second in the fake championship. <laughs> and we sent the two best people from North America we could think of in a trifecta. We sent Rylan and Ryan. It's a good win. It's a very it's good win. It's a good win for sure. And I think that's what's going to come down. What it's what that's going to come down to here is comparing the wins. 
because he didn't have he doesn't have a ton of wins this year. He has a the no, trifecta. Well, what like else, local what, races? Yeah, local races. But he's like been dominant. Yeah, did uh um. So is that like regional championships as well? Uh no, he didn't go to the, any of the three K races. Right. So here's a trifecta. I mean, I think he's probably but, the best. Uh, but yeah, who had the best Europe, year? We can figure that. We can we can kick that around. Europe's championship was a 3K, but their normal, the European series, they consolidated it, was the normal distances. I'd have to look up specifics on that. I don't, but he raced uh, several times throughout the year. Very well could have won one of those. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. One of those regional or national series style races. Jack, who you got? I'm going to mention him again. John Maria Savani. Get first place against a highly international field at FISO 3K. Second place. In the 14K the next day, taking down pretty much everybody again. And then he ends up... Who won that one? Uh, Igor. Igor Belisov. Igor. Yeah. Uh, Who previously had a second place at OCR Worlds in a race with VJ and... He got fourth at OCR World Championships this year. This year, yeah. And then uh, then John ended up getting ninth in Abu Dhabi in the 3K. I had him as well. I had him as well. Did I just and, lose? No, I had him as one of... I had Gregory okay. as well. Yeah. Uh, I also had... I did. I, I nominated Leon here. I nominated Manuel here. I think they both had really good years. It's going to be hard to top those two because of the wins, but Manuel with his Spartan series win, national series win, it's pretty good. And then I, had, and then I did have Igor. Uh, I love here as well for that first in the 15K. FISO and fourth at OCRWC. 15K. I think those three had better overall years. Only two people won world titles. Only one of them is the just the best. Like if you had to take someone as who's the best, but who had the best year? Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Gregory, if we're is this drafting, athlete of the year or athlete ability level, athlete of the year. That's why I think it's interesting. Like now, if we have to compare, it's like the trifecta win is probably better than the FISO three K. Probably equal to is, Spartan 3K series. Probably better than the series. Yeah, in that, yeah, Defoe didn't win any of them. He won the series. He went to all of them. He went to he, all of them. He, he, did, he was he the second best in all does, of them. And he, he podiumed at all of them, which we reward him for his consistency. Long term, yes. But, 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 at the time, had, had the Oakers come out every year, it would have been someone but him most years. Yeah. And the first year that this was this weird 3K format, like not everybody was bought in. Um, yeah. To, like, the, if you want to put it, if you want to rank them, this Spartan National Series probably ranks pretty lower than most. But he, he did do flat course at altitude, flat mm-hmm. course on sand, mountain course. Yeah. For sure. Traveling over the, like, great. Abu Dhabi, sand. Yeah, it's diverse. So I'm sticking with Gregory. Who do you guys got? Rich. I think I'll go Basilico as well. You going, John? I'll go Basilico also. I think that if if he hit that spear throw, he was going to beat Atkins in dominating fashion in a race that you know Atkins cared a lot about. Yeah. John was uh that was who was between. But yeah, I mean Basilico is the best and his year wasn't it's arguable in the year. So John deserves a side of ochre on us though. Some ochre shit. He already got one. 
Two sides. Two sides of double. Okay. Yeah. You get leftovers. On the women, International Athlete of the Year, OCR. Who's up, May? Me. I think. Jack. Jack's up. I know you want a nominator, Rich. Who? I'll, I'll, I'll go Esther. I don't know how you can't. She's She's got the most all-time wins in Spartan history. Second place trifecta world championship. The only athlete that she lost to is not eligible for this international category. She won the beast. She got third Why? place in the 3K. Why is Lindsay not eligible? International? Because we're doing like North American athlete for the other category. Oh, intercontinental athlete is what we labeled this. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's how yeah. I interpreted it. Otherwise, yeah. I would have, you know, changed That's, okay. That's how we roll here. It does yep. change my order then. I'm glad you went first because I would look like an absolute tool saying, Lindsay, come on, bro. damn, come on, dog. No, Canada's the same. Um, but yeah, if you if you look at a start list at this point and you're like, who's the best international athlete in the field on the women's side? I don't care who's there. You're saying Esther. What distance it is, you're going to go Esther. She's the name that comes to mind every single time. Just like if it's a short course, 3K. Yes, he won all of them, um, but you'd probably be like VJ is the man to beat. Esther is the woman to beat if it's a, a race involving international athletes at this point. Rich? Can't disagree with that, but I am going to nominate Alyssa Petrova here. Yeah. After second place at Spartan, fourth place at FISO 3K, second place at FISO 15K. I think that the accomplishments stack up even a little bit better than Esther's. I mean, Esther has that fake beast win, <clears throat> but after that, I mean, Alyssa beat her head up, head up at the 3K World Championships. How funny that this whole year we've been like, oh, it's the year of the 3K. And now there's a world title in the beast. And it's like, no, nah, it's not a world title. Like, we we just can't get things on the same page this year. Not a world title. Stupid. I don't know why they did that. Confusing people. Screwing with the records. Well, those are one, two on my list. And so I'm going to go in who is the most important to their region in terms of stepping it forward and historical context. And so I'll say Sandy again, go with Ms. Menchi. I love that name. I know it's only like the middle name or whatever, but I'm, she's always going to be Sandy Menchi to me. Nice. And so I'm sticking there, even though Esther was my number one, Petrova was my number two. Sandy Menchi is first in my heart. So your actual vote is for, well, I can't double votes. So I'm voting Sandy Menchi. I also had Ida down here cause she won that uh, FISO 3k and was fourth at Spartan worlds. Pretty good year. Beat Nicole. Several podiums. Several podiums in the national series coming over from Europe. Great year. Yeah. Really good year. I think I think all these kind of stack up really well against each other. And then we have to we have to compare the wins, right? I mean I know I know Jack wants to be like, but Esther beat Lindsay the Trump from card se from segment. <laughs> Well, not well from that. Be no, a, not segment. Oh, yeah, from, 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 from segment, the segment, segment of two K, the segment to of the start line to the finish line. She won uh, twice. That's winning semifinals. Yes, yeah, yeah, won the semifinals. All right, I think you you do have a strong argument with Elisa because of her FISO doing well on a non-Spartan course mm -hmm. and beating Esther head to head in the only race that Elisa participated in this weekend. And Esther, all of Esther's accomplishments were in just Spartan, right? So we don't yeah. even know how she would do in a course like a FISO. FISO. Well, she's done other, you know, European OCR championships with hard rigs and stuff in the past. But 
yeah, How is she, she doing is a she's a Spartan athlete at this point. She's probably she's in there one. Yeah, yeah, she's she's good. Has Lisa won anything yet today? No, Just give it to her. I'm changing my vote. Petrova, Petrova, she had a great Lisa year. Petrova, she did. Body of work was de- was ahead of Lindsay between the second lap and third lap. So she like probably crossed the line that we could look at For, and be like from the start until some point in the third lap, right there. Yeah, exactly. So same as that. I watched the Esther, race. Esther Spartan. She crossed time to win. Of her. If if Definitely. Rich watched, if Rich actually watched the beast, he might have he might have changed his mind. She dump it out didn't. sand. Yeah, just opening it up, dumping it out, running, r- shuffling a along. Castle. That's what she's doing. Yeah, yeah, making a sand castle. No, I don't give yeah. points for that. No chance. All right, Elisa. Here we go. Elisa takes that W. All right, new category: international hybrid athlete. We have. For sticking around, we have one, two, four more categories to go through. We have international, all-around season, hybrid athlete, and OCR athlete of the year. Start cranking. We're doing great. We've been way over. We were like two and a half hours last last week. That is not, that's yeah, well, too much. We're prepared to do that again at this point. That's too much. These are the okras. Yeah. I got this suit on. I'm going to wear this. I mean, I'm going to take it off as soon as I'm as we're yeah, done. I'm picking the kids up from school in this today. Yeah, you are. Yeah, With the joggers. The van. <laughs> Did you see Mr. Crocker today? All right. <laughs> I'm not Mr. Crocker. I'm I'm Ayla's dad. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then what what did I say? We're the international hybrid athlete of the year on the men's side. Am I up? Yes. Alphonse de Ruiz. Ooh. Got to show love. Elite 15 qualifier in the two majors this year. Hasn't fared particularly well, but undefeated in DECA. He's that dude in DECA over there. They don't have a ton of opportunities to be outside of High Rocks, but there's more hybrid racing than just High Rocks. And when it comes to the short course, it's Alphonse. And he whooped some of the uh, the top High Rocks athletes who tried DECA. Killed them. <laughs> like, Same exact really? course. And you whoop them, that... That matters to me. Got, it's got to matter something, right? Like he he did not lose in a deca, right? Matters. No, three and zero. Three and zero. I get it. You two are joined at the tip. That's fine. But for <laughs> me, he's going to keep his check if he gets it. It's Ronk Daddy. Got to go, Ronko. Probably the first person who's referred to him as that. But Ronko. He's he's just the best high rocks athlete on the planet, not named Hunter or Ryan Kent. And he's been getting Ryan Kent sometimes. Yeah. And he totally. almost got Hunter. And he put up, what, the third best time ever? Uh, yes. Third? Second best performer, third best time. Third, third fastest time. Yes, exactly. And the closest to Hunter being pushed in years. So, to me, Ronk Daddy. Ronko, European champ in Maastricht. It last season, but still this year. Second at Worlds. Yeah, 54 minute and change. Finished on the podium in both of the majors this season. He's just that guy. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what the environment or circumstance turns out to be. He's just performing. Like to me, that's one of the years. surest signs of greatness is that no matter what's years. going on around you, you show up. Jack? I struggle with this third one. It, it it really is. I don't think that this person's going to win. But if you're talking about consistency, Tobias, Tobias Ludfine got third place. 
outkicked Ryan Kent on the wall balls, if that's such a thing. There aren't too many international hybrid athletes who have a podium at a world championship this past year. He's the yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, that's a good one. I also had Sandy written down, Michael Sandbach, uh, for I was thinking Palio because of some of his team records and he, he does he count? He lives in Chicago. I know, but from Spain initially, right? And my ancestors are from Ireland. Okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> We're checking passports here. Yeah. Uh Palio, maybe he could have been breakout as well. Um yeah. But yeah, I had Sandy finish third Europeans and at North Americans last year. Uh, had kind of a tough end to the year, but just ran. Did have a double Sandy win? What's Sandy Menchie, Michael Sandbach. Oh, no. My my parents' dog is named Sandy downstairs right now. So great. Bunch of what, Sandy. What kind of dog? Uh, a Morky, a Maltese Yorkie. Lovely. Small, yeah. friendly. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. I'm going to go Ronco here. Yeah. Yeah, I have to. BK? Say his name. Alex Give it to him. Wrong, wrong daddy. Wrong daddy. On to the Richie, Are you going to be there to give him the check in person? I'll give it to him. I'll go to his house in Vienna. Just yeah, knock on his door. He's there. Yeah. Right, he lives right there. I'll hand him that piece of okra. To bring it from. I, uh, I don't know. Or maybe. No, I thought it was. I thought my layover was like in Charlotte or something. It's not. But if it was, I guess I'm like. Straight up Southern okra. Bring it out <laughs> there. <be> hilarious. <laughs> On to the women. Who's up? I'm not up. BK's up. Rocking. Linda Meyer. Time. Nice. Always and forever this year. She is the, she's the next woman up behind the two Titans at the top. She's back. She's on her game. She's improving steadily this year. She could be comeback athlete of the year. She could be mm -hmm. international athlete of the year. She could be most likely to be called by an actress's name by me during a broadcast. Definitely Doesn't really that. matter. She wins them all. Mm -hmm. She gets my vote. I like it. Jack? Yeah. This is another difficult one because if you look at High Rocks World Championships last year, you had Lauren, Meg, Bell McFarlane and Vivian. And Vivian, yeah. Top four. Right. So it's like they, they didn't really do work. You look at Deco World Championships, not too much international representation. Nope. Qualifier, though. What was that? Got a qualifier. I know. So is Camilla at this point? Like she lives in the US. Citizenship. Fra clearly Italy. Yeah, like, I didn't even think about that. Maybe, I guess. I'm just wanting, like, I'll, what's her flag not, say? I think. I think it, it has an Italy next to it. It might have an Italy it next to it. It has an Italy next to it. I think it has an, an Italian Italy. flag. Yeah. That's what counts. They uh they had uh, a couple guys that I uh, coach had a British flag next to them in like High Rocks, Dallas, but I, I don't know yeah. if they qualify. They're not. They live in like New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice try. Um yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Camilla because she she does have the Italy. Italian flag next to it in the middle. There we qualifier. go. She there has an Italy. And we <laughs> And we we've discussed her in in depth already this year. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll allow it. I like it. Uh, I got Michaela Norman here. I mean, she was yeah. North American champ in High Rock, second place at European champ, undefeated in Deca. I think this is a no brainer. She is the best, and she also has the best resume. She's well, I'm obviously hopping over to her, but I I just wanted Linda to get a yeah. I, I had I had Linda down. 
I struggled to find a third. I had Miriam down for third, but she doesn't like when you look at the body of work, it's not. She has it's too just many the, burpees. Yeah. Yeah. You have to look at Decca like as the alternate because nobody yeah. has has done well at Worlds. Like just right. you have Megan Lawrence stealing podiums and it just doesn't help. But yeah, Mikaela is the one one to beat whenever you think of Europeans. Yep. Lock it in. Locked in. Congrats to our nominees. Get that woman some okra. Best overall season. Me? Yes. Largest range is something that we talk about here. I was like, how about it? Last year, Ryland Shadag took the win. Chris Roglowski took the win on the women's side. So I'd like to call out that I did mention this. I, I posed the question to the group in maybe four or five weeks ago, if Austin Azar has the best range out of anybody after he did his high rocks, I was early on the, on the train right there and one world's toughest mutter. And he goes 60 and change at high rocks this past weekend, a month later, how many people on the planet can do that right now? Does well at goofy games. Mm-hmm. Got that grit games. W it's hard to argue against Austin Azar right now. He had a great, he had a great year. He really did. He's been floating around 60, for a couple shots at high rocks, does his freaking lunges in like two fifty, then yeah. wall balls in five. So he's like right. Might blow there. him out a little bit. Yeah. Right. Maybe there. go three ten and then save something for the wall balls. He's a beast. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Am I up? Rich. Yep. Oh yeah. Gonna hit Ryland Shadag here. Won it last year. Doubled back and he didn't do, we didn't see him do very many long course OCR events, but he had a, an OCR world championship in that 3K and two DecaFit world championships. So There's a hybrid racing and an obstacle racing championship all in one year. And second at Trifecta Worlds. True. That is a long one. Great. So it just adds to my argument. So good year. Lots of stuff. Those too. are the top two clear choices. Okay. Nominated yeah, third. On Racken. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Atkins. <laughs> I mean, it sounds That's... funny. And then you start to look at what he's done this year. He punched a UTMB uh, qualifier in, okay. in an ultra, took to the trails and just reestablished the fact that he is a, like a national level ultra runner on the trails. And then came back to the sport with an entirely different morphology and took second in the first 3K, and then got it back together and finished third in the trifecta, and won the 21K Is It, Is It Not a World Championship, and took third in the 3K. So across the board, he did everything that those guys did. His ultra just wasn't OCR. Mm. Here, Here's a better okay. choice from Canada, Isaac Sanderson. I had Isaac down. Yeah. got seventh place in Deca Strong, I believe, and ran 90 miles at World's Toughest Mudder a couple weeks before that. I think you have the wrong Canadian right there for best current not, range. Not the best choice. Atkins was better at every single one of those things. Did he do it, though? Yeah. World Championship podium. It, almost World Championship title. Finished yep. higher than seventh in his ultra. Yeah, he's going to win head-to-head, but he didn't do an ultra-OCR. And we're talking like... or Correct. I guess Ryland didn't either, but... 
I'm saying all of his other highlights were higher than Sanderson. Sanderson had a great year. He might as well be breakout performer of the year, not taking anything away from him. I just don't think he's better at any one thing than Ryan. I think Ryan does every one of his things better. Isaac might beat him in a high rocks and a Decker right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think Atkins gets farther than 90 at world's toughest and beats him at all the other. So either one is right, I guess. And neither one is the best. It's, it's either Rylan or Austin right now. I also had VJ on here. He tried a couple different things. World Championship in the 3K, Deca Fit, top five, ran a High Rocks. If he did better spanning. at High Rocks, that could have been arguable. He's just spanning. Right. Yeah, just mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff. Showing I the think he's a two-man race, though, with a bunch of other candidates. Yeah. All right. Austin, world's toughest mutter, world champion, in a field without the previous champion, uh, who won before DJ? Not Mark Tyler Botrus. Right, Botrus wasn't in. Uh, yeah, no Atkins, no Gaudet. Tyler didn't have a good one. Mendoza Charlie was Psycho's there, didn't have a, a good one. Toe. They were still there. Yeah, Psychos didn't good have a field. good race. Good field, good field, but open field. But definitely. So between he and Ryland, they both had world championships this year. Ryland had two. Ryland had two, but it was two the same things. kind of thing. Not Ryland's really. PR is five minutes faster in High Rocks. Yeah, and, and yeah, right. Ryland had a 55 minute. Ryland's better everything along the way. And then it stops at Sub Ultra in terms of what he's done. And then there's this massive gap up to 100 miles where Austin can claim to be better at all of them because we haven't seen Ryland do one. If there was an in-between distance, if there was a Spartan Ultra World Championship this year, Ryland would be one of the favorites. Austin would not be. In July. Like right that we've had already this year, this current year that we're going off of. Ryland would be a favorite. Austin would not be. However, he hasn't done it yet. And so in terms of pure range and best overall, I'm going to go Austin. Ryland has a Goofy Games win too. He won that. Up. Ryland's done it Alpha in Decca, High Rocks, Goofy Games. Goofy. So they both, yeah, both have Goofy Games, and he's done it on the trails at 3K through Beast. Listen, Ryland was my choice on paper. He was the number one I had written down, but I'm voting with my heart here. What else is Austin going to win? That's not how it works. So I'm, I'm going Austin, and Ryland, Ryland probably deserves it. Jack. So we're tied. So do I go with my nominee? I think if you look and you're like, who's going to do best no matter what race it is, if that person's going to win six of the seven event types, you got to go with them. It's got to be Rylan. And justice Se- was served. Second year in a row, Rylan Shadag takes best all around season. There's nothing wrong with like having that person win multiple years in a row. Like, no. No disrespect to Austin. I nominated him, but talked myself into... Prior to High Rocks, Atkins would have won every single year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Except for early on where Cody would have won the first one or two. And now we got all these different events, goofy all games, left and right. Ryland could conceivably, by the time next year ends, be a DECA, High Rocks, Spartan, and Ultra World Champion. He won't be most likely, but he could. The ultra thing, we just don't know. 
More, yeah, he could win more zine. We just have no idea. No clue. Maybe he's not. Maybe, maybe that's not his jam. Maybe that's the thing he's best at. <laughs> but maybe, or maybe it's the thing he's best at. I think they're only paying top five there. So I don't know if it's worth... Is it a fit? And it's a 50K, right? It's a thing. We, we, it's an ultra. Nice, that's cool. Yeah. KBB. That's him. He is him. Probably. All right. Female, am I up? Do I get to go yeah. first? You're nice. up. Great, because I only have one name written down. <laughs> and that's Chris Roglowski. World's toughest mutter champ, two years in a row. Uh, did not repeat as Hyrox world champion, but was top 10. Top 10 various DecaFit races as well. Won a Spartan 3K. Um, what else does she do? Ran her mouth a bunch. Just talk that talk. <sighs> Let BK know. But that's all. Chris Roglowski. There are not a lot of women that do the hybrid at a high level and go in on OCR. Almost none. I guess Viola, she does some OCR couple. at like a middling level. Like she's pretty good. We have a couple who are pretty decent at both, but we don't have people who are contending for world. Like Jezebel Kramer used to. She hasn't done a higher or a Spartan this year. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Chris. So next options are either taking people who are like top five to 10 at each or going at people who just have huge range in their sport. And so I will go Lindsay because she won 3K through 21K and Trifecta World Champion. She has the best range without touching hybrid in the sport. So to me, she's the next obvious choice. Okay. I accept. Yep. And the only other one that I can think of would be Lauren Weeks at this point, where she won a High Rocks World Championship, won Rally in the Valley, Goofy Games, got made the finals in the 3K at Palmerton. Didn't really yeah. race a whole lot otherwise. It, it's Chris. <laughs> there just isn't as much crossover. And even if there was, I don't think Chris is losing this. Because she does it so well. That's a thing. It's not like she's just like showing up and doing all this stuff. She shows up yeah. and like is a threat to win. Maybe less so in the hybrid space in, in now that things are a little bit more specialized. But she just ran 64 minutes, which is a PR for her. So she's still like getting better. Yeah. Yeah. The past three weeks, she put in a little little training block and improved yeah. by she's several like, minutes. Like I worked really hard at this. She's I like, wasn't in those three, yeah. those three data points. One, a 3K race. 64 minute high rocks. World stuff is mutter. Right. That's all you need to know. Right. So I'll choose Lindsay because I refuse to vote for Chris. <laughs> Chris Roglowski, second year in what a if, row. What if winning. I go what if I go with Lindsay? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm going Chris. I'm going Chris. Chris would just get what she deserves. <laughs> yeah. I wish I, I don't I don't have the records here for the first ever Okras. That's we'll lost in time. Up. We'll have yeah. to go back and listen. Someone tell us. If someone wants to listen and, and write down it in the comments, we'll be appreciated. Ian, get on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, on to Hybrid Athlete of the Year. Last two awards, Hybrid and OCR Athlete of the Year. Starting on the men's side, Hybrid Athlete of the Year. BK, who are you nominating? I'm going to do the cheap, lazy route and let you guys be like real journalists on this. Hunter McIntyre. (laughs) He just doesn't lose when he does a hybrid event. And he doesn't branch out, and that's the big knock on him. And yet we all have just kind of acknowledged Deca's his when he wants it. Yeah. All these all these hybrid goofy games are probably his if he wants it. 
he's just so much better than everyone that at anything he tries that I have to give it to him. And you guys will give the real deserving people on the, with your vote. He doesn't so have I'm a team record. That. Doesn't have a team record. That's the biggest knock. It keeps trying. That doubles record is just too far out of reach. Too far out of reach. Whoever has that must be fast. Fast. Fast, fast. Good at stations too. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, he's set two world records in this, this year. He's had a High Rocks World Championship. Uh, at his that was his third i believe so just kind of like a whatever kind of year and a major championship at at stockholm here's our highlights yeah. can't do body work it's just <laughs> highlights <laughs> right uh jack who are you gonna nominate here gotta go rylan shattuck two world titles deck of fit deck a mile record holder in the third event Becca Strong, and he is the number one seed currently on High Rocks' website for uh, the leaderboard for the... Uh, it's, yeah, the way that they write their leaderboard thing. thing is so stupid. Yeah. But he got se- he got second place running a sub-56 in his third career, and he won uh, fourth. in Madrid. Yeah, fourth career, yeah. And he won Madrid like just before that, but you don't run 55 and change on accident. And he, he stepped into the DECA arena. Not too many people have who have like a Kent and a few others who have put up a time in that, in that uh, sub 56 range. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Setting two deco world records this year. They got to do something about those world records. They just can't be done it. Like, even though that's like Total a legit gyms. gym event and a gym that cares a lot about Deca, they just set it up so perfectly. So compact that it's like, okay, <laughs> what, like whatever. And now, you know, the, the, PB extremes can count. He didn't use PB extreme on his, on these, these were legit concept too. PB extreme can count now. Oh yeah. Can't, yeah. Anything wow. you want. They got to do something about these. World, like yeah. everybody gets a world record. That was something that for high rocks world records. How many people have a high rocks world record? Do you think like 40? Do they have 60? the world record for most people with world record? They probably do. Everybody gets a world record. Who wants one? Yeah. I got two. All right. Um, I'll nominate Ryan Kent and Alex Bronco. Ronk daddy here. Can't do that. Not allowed. Who are you bracking? Doing it. I'm sitting on the nope. fence. Nope. Got to choose one. Can't. You can't tear their check in half and mail half of it. I support this. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning <laughs> on. Like I'm it. going BK here. Well, talking about Ronkovich, talked about him before, European champion. He was the uh, European okra or international okra winner. He's European champ, second at Worlds, ran 54 minutes. Ryan Kent won his for won the major in Chicago, beating Ronkovich. Um couple of, uh podium finishes in DecaFit. But I mean, if we're gonna talk about best hybrid athletes in the in the world, gotta mention them both. Yeah, it's Ryan Kent, I think, over Ronco. I I think that they're probably equivalent in terms of championship performances in High Rocks, but Kent is top two in in Deca. Let's look and, at this past year though. And Rankovic is not. This uh, the 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 numbers High Rocks stack Worlds. up well for Kent here. For Kent High Rocks Worlds. Kent misses the podium. Got fourth. Alex gets second. And then Your Kent didn't F. have a good Deca World Championship. Ronco got Europe won the European Championship. Uh, Kent was like seventh or eighth at North American yeah. Championship. Is that a bad? Marco has yeah. one string. And I take that back. Kent he did have two. He did have a good Deca Championship with strong and mild podiums, but compared to what he was expecting, yeah. 
Right. If he was completely healthy there, it would have been a different, out, different outcome for sure. Yeah. But those are the races that were run. Like his best performance is the Chicago major win. And you got to take those second place, second place at Worlds is like a better. Yeah. I would say that for the year, he was as good or better at High Rocks as Ronkovich was. I mean, at Deca as Ronkovich was at High Rocks. But the fact that he has both gives him the leg up clearly. I think the real argument is who is better, Rylan or Kent. And because they're kind of the same in terms of career highlights and times. And Rylan just had the better year so far with podiums. So I think he gets it. But I, I think paper, Kent yeah. is I agree. I think Kent outpaces Rankovich just because of Deca. Kent in his career has a second in Deca Strong, right? And then first in Mile and Fit. And Ryan has yeah. He won uh Kent won Deca Strong last year and Mile. I know. And so was, he has two ones and a two. He got second in Deca Fit. Yeah. To you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Rylan has one one two now. So they're basically a wash there. You can't you know, unless you rate uh fit a little more than strong, for instance. But they're they're both one one two. And then Kent narrowly beat him head to head. But mm-hmm. if we're going this year only, you can make a pretty strong argument that Ryland, who has the record in all three events, mm-hmm. granted they're at local gyms, has and had two world better, championships. Yeah. Has had a better year with Slightly the world championships. Slightly better. Yes. But I think it's closer than we probably expected at, off the jump. I think they are the number one and two guys in hybrid in the world right now. I'm as long as high rock, as long that, as Hunter that being said, Hunter wins, Deca. right? Yeah, <laughs> but, but Hunter Hunter wins. <laughs> Do we agree? You gotta. Yeah, this is not a second place Okra award. I want. I think honestly, next year if Hunter doesn't do a Deca, like he'll probably uh, if he wins like all the majors and stuff going on, then okay, you have a pretty strong it's argument. It's gonna be the same spot he, again next year. Yeah. yeah, he's not gonna do a Deca. But Deca's just gonna lose. Like Deca's uh, is is not gonna gain importance. I think it's just gonna lose importance. If I was to project, yeah, get an athlete. I think, I think. What if you start having more Europeans do it? Then I think it. Yeah, I think it would help. I, I think like it's the downside of the championship weekend is the titles mean a little less. Like Three, like two, two titles in one weekend matter a little less than winning them at two different points in the year. Mm-hmm. So Hunter's big wins matter a little more than some big decas. I, it's I don't know if there's a, a, a easy fix to this, but the easy fix is he just does a deca and we can stop arguing. Right. But until then, he'll still win no matter what. The second straight year as hybrid winner here. It's a shame he wasn't in Chicago. He's the only athlete on this entire list that we can do the threat of him in another event gives him like supremacy because his threat is so strong and inactionable. Mm. I wonder if he's ever done like a Deca for fun, like it just like at his, at his house. He, he went 11.59 at Spartan Games. He broke 12 and we were like, oh, that's never going to get beaten. And right, right. That's, yeah. That's true. Changed. Granted, it yeah, was like he should just do one just to like throw a middle finger up to all the athletes. <laughs> that that would seem good, like something he'd be in on a good, yeah. stronger mile course. And then just have Ryland doesn't there. talk trash. That's the thing. And I think the two of them, their battle will be a lot closer than you realize in For some sure. of these events. For sure. On to women. Who's up? Me. Jack, I believe. Me? I think BK. I think BK nominated. Uh, yeah, go for it, Jack. 
so hard because a lot's changed the past month or so. It's within the year. I think you have an argument that Megan Jacoby is the hybrid, the best hybrid female athlete of this past year, even though she didn't win High Rocks Worlds. She has the world record. She skipped 59 altogether on her way to getting it. Uh, first ever sub 60 in this past year, got second at Worlds and has won the past two majors. Record holder in DECA Fit. I don't know if she did that earlier this year or that was last year. No, she didn't run a DECA Fit last year. So she did that at some point earlier this year, the 32 29 or 8. Uh, that was this year, right? And previously held the DECA Mile record until Vivian Tefudo did it. So she's got a lot of records and a lot of pretty impressive victories. And if she doesn't win, she's getting second, except for that one race in Philadelphia. Or Orlando, uh, wherever Orlando. that deco was. Yeah. Yep. She had a she had a rough showing there. But right now, I think she's no disrespect to Lauren, the woman to beat. Yeah, it's the the second at world championships, right? I mean, that's a good outcome. But then like Decafit world record holder, High Rocks world record holder, High Rocks doubles world record holder for mixed and same gender. Deca mixed world record. She's like she's the uh, she had the mile world world record. She just has like all of the records. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty decent. It's not a check in the negative column. No. No. I misspoke before. I had a... Last year, we gave the hybrid award to Ryan Kent. Okay. Not Hunter. And last year, Tara Jackson won this award for the women. Yep. Who going with Bracken? Or, uh, Rich, 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 actually, sorry. Well, I'll go with Lauren Weeks here. The High Rocks world champion... Also was the European champion, was third at North Americans. Uh, you know, when it comes to the big races, she shows up. She's finished second in these previous, in these last two majors as well. Uh, she is just an absolute gamer when it comes time to be, when it comes time for it. If Meg is the best hybrid athlete on the planet, then Lauren's the best hybrid racer. They That's also both point. dipped into Goofy Games. They both dipped into Goofy Games. And they were 1-2. Lauren won Rally Valley over Meg. That was like a little bit more CrossFit-y. And then... Yeah. Did they do any other Goofy Games? I think, they, I think Lauren did Meg, go... I thought she did Alpha well. Warrior because she was talking about obstacles and having Meg fun did Alpha it. Warrior, got third. Um, did she do some other Goofy stuff? I don't think either of them did Grit. They're both gonna, they're both gonna do Battle Bunker, but decided not to. Like my just bobbing, too bad for the my sport. bobbing prowess is not not where it needs to be. Set the sport back ten years swim. by them not going. Yeah, for sure. That was about that fucking. Just, I mean, th it's them. It's them. So, I'm going to say. Someone. Yeah. I'm going to, and I'm going to go on a. I'm going to say. Carly Wopat. All right. Because she is a world record holder. Mm -hmm. She's one of the only world record holders remaining here. However, she also is, go rock. She's been a runner-up in two Goofy games. Yep, Alpha Warrior and Grit. Could have won one of them. She won should Battle Bunker. Won. She definitely yep. should have won. So she's two-time Goofy game champ, two-time runner-up, and a world record holder in the mile. And her uh, strong. ceiling... Strong, 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 strong. Sorry, not mile. You finished third? Yeah. Yeah, so she's she she deserves something today. Here's her nomination. And then I think we turn around and give it to one of the first two women. Yeah. Yes. Which for my vote, 
is Meg. I'm going to go for Meg, Meg as well. She just had yeah. the best season. I agree. Yeah. Lauren season. hasn't raced enough. And even the one she has, Meg's been a little better. Just like the records. It's like another tip. And like the yeah, world, the High Rocks World championships. championships. Yeah. The High Rocks World Championship is obviously a big piece to have in your year. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking at the full body of work, uh, like it's hard to go against Meg on this one. Head to head matters. Head to head matters in within the year. Yes, Jack. Over the yes. course of a career, doesn't. We're talking. That being year. said, Lauren might just win worlds again. She's yeah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. But yeah, we'll see. A racer versus athlete dis- uh, distinguishing was pretty, pretty good. But then yeah, Meg beat her head to head the past two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On to OCR Athlete of the Year previous champion Ryan Atkins. Nominating first on the men's. Who? Me? I was no. first. I just did Megan. So me. Yeah. yeah. I will nominate first. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I got three names on here, but I was tossed to our guy VJ again. Spartan world champion, Spartan Pan American champion. Don't forget. Don't forget. Undefeated in the 3K series this year, right? And uh, but those that, that was like primarily where he spent his time in that 3K. But when he did show up, he won and beat all of the best athletes in the world. So getting that Spartan World Championship is really what kind of sets the tone. Boy, it's kind hard of to win when season. you're the favorite. Yeah. It's kind of a strange... It, yeah, exactly. And he was able to battle back. Kind of a strange season for OCR. Yeah. I'm going to give it to VJ. I like it. Uh, he, he missed the podium in Savage Race, though. So. Oh, that's yeah. true. Kind of sucks. Yeah, kind of. true. That's it. Savage Race got mentioned twice now. That's great. I, I'm i going to actually say Rylan. OCR Worlds got himself 3K victory. Got himself a second place in Trifecta Championships. His just across-the-board range wasn't touched in OCR this year. And he has world titles to go with it this season. Not many, it, well, how many, how many men can, can have a series podium, uh, a series win and a world championship win this season. There are like what, two or three guys that can claim that. And so he gets my vote. The only thing against is like, he really wasn't that great at the, at this three K format. He won one, but then rushed sixth one. and fifth twice. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was his season, right? He came into Pennsylvania, into Palmerton, very, very, uh, hamstrung with injury. Did you beat him there? Uh, t- I don't think I did. It was close. Neither of us made the you final. Didn't make round two. That's what I mean. Yeah. You may have. He made round Same two. as Tyler. Made round three. Made round two. Yeah. Did not make round three. BK made round two. We saw him out there. Yoked. So yeah, he 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 had struggles, but his highs are as high as anyone's highs this year, no doubt. I mean, what he, he's untouchable at OCR Worlds if some of the like the toppest dogs aren't there. No, no VJ, no Kempson, no Sean Roberts. Just saying. Was Atkins there? Atkins was there. It's a quality win. True. If he or Lindsay show up, it's a quality win. True. So he did that there. Got him also in trifecta championships. Kind of laid an egg in Abu Dhabi, but he did everything along the way. 
we we had a season where we don't have consistency across the top. The trifecta champ didn't win anything else. Abu Dhabi right. champ didn't win anything else. This is kind of series a tough champ one. didn't win anything else for sure. So I'm choosing the guy who won the most things. Jack, what do you think? It's tough. And we didn't mention him for most improved earlier. Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to Ian Hosick for double. I had him. Places. I had him for performance. I don't know yeah. if most improved is. We didn't mention it earlier this year, but, but we're for talking best about OCR athlete of the year. Figured at least mention that. But totally um, two second places OCR World Championships. Huge. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That uh, wasn't on the Vegas odds. No. no, that was that was you know like Manuel Defoe just ended up on third place in all these races. That was unexpected. Um, I think I'm gonna go Papa Hardina. How many people yeah. have a podium at their regional championship, which he did at the 3K in Madrid, and he got a podium at World Championships? VJ's the only other person who could say they did that. Nicole won it, and I know it's it's different, but you had Kareem Carlson. Wait, uh, what did VJ do? He won Mexico, the regional oh, championship. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then third place, you had Atkins, who was not down in Mexico. You didn't have on the women's side, like Lindsay was not there. They didn't have a Middle East one for Elisa. And third place, Esther, she was not in Madrid. So look at his accomplishments right there. That's pretty. Ahead of Gregory Basilico, huh? I had Gregory down. You have to put him trifecta champ second in the, the fake championship. I almost didn't put Ryan Atkins down because I was like, oh, he kind of had a down year. But when you look at it, he won that Beast Championship. He was World OCR WC 15K champ. He was fourth at the 3K, third at Spartan World Championship. What did he get? And did he get third at Trifecta as well? Yeah. Yeah, Ryan he's Ryan certainly Ryan. above Pop. It's a it, yeah, way above Pop. He's, this is like. I'm this, nominating him, okay? Appreciate it. Yeah. But I, like, are we really not going to nominate Ryan Atkins? He may have had the best season. This is where my disclaimer in the first minute of the show comes back to play. That the 21K is not listed as a championship on Spartan's website. And so I can't count it much more than just a stacked beast. Fair. Unfortunately, if that was also considered a world championship, then he's clearly the vote. But it wasn't. But he also has three other world championship podiums, not including that one, with OCR WC 15K. Spartan World Championship and Trifecta. The the other thing for Ryan Atkins, and I and I was he was obvious to list. I just wanted to give Pablo a shout out. Um, he completed all those career check marks at this point, getting that 15k at OCR Worlds, getting on the Trifecta that like we knew it was possible, but he finally got wins or podiums at the missing distances that he had. So it's kind of hard to argue against him realistically. But the main reason I didn't mention him is because this is called the Hobie Call Award. We just moved Ryan Atkins to the number one spot. Should Might have to be it? Ryan Atkins Award. What are we going to have to rename it? No, I don't think we need to. No. And if if okay, I was going to say if we're renaming it, how can he not win it during that year? It's made a shilaji. Yeah, here here's the thing. What was the point of emphasis for the OCR season this year? Three K series, three K World Championship, trifecta, and OCR Worlds. He got one of those as a win. Third and everything else, or second. Third and worlds. Never, worlds was like not very good this year. No, but he and Ryland split there. Yep. And there's argument to be made. Ryland would have won that day too if he hadn't left. Ryland no beat goofy. him in trifecta and won a 3K series. Atkins 
won a bigger race on paper, but then it wasn't called a world championship. So I, I just in which Ryland was there. True. I know you don't care about head to head, but head to head this year. No, I care about head to head. I'm just yeah. abiding by the rules of the yeah, yeah. the governing body here. Mm-hmm. He just didn't win the things that were points of emphasis this year. Right. This was a down year for him. And, and it was a spectacular world, year. And he still had three yeah. world podiums. Not in so, the, the the beast. In um, summation, I vote Ryan Atkins. VJ Jones with a regional and world in the point of emphasis for the season. Like he doesn't have a massive body of work because he kind of picked his spots. He only ran and and a national series win. VJ won the first and the last 3K of the season. No one knew what they were getting themselves into. He was still the favorite. Everyone knew what they were getting themselves into. He was still the favorite. I think Ryan Atkins nominating him makes sense, but I think he's going to finish second one more time, and I would give it to VJ Jones. Giving it to VJ. I can live with that. But I'd rename it the Ryan Atkins Award, not the Hobie Call Award. The name is the name. Female OCR Athlete of the Year, our final award. It's because it's time to sound like I'm like hungry. I need to take this suit off. Who's up? BK. Bracket. To me, this is the same argument that we just made, except she checks every box. Lindsay Webster won all the important things. All of them. Spartan World Champion, OCR WC World Champion 15K, OCR World Champion 3K runner-up, and Trifecta Champ this year. Yep. That's pretty good. It's not a bad year. And a down it's year. It's a down for- year by Lindsay's standpoint because she year. lost two races. Two races. Right. And she didn't do she didn't do a lot of the first of the, time since 2019 that she's lost Spartan race. Yeah. So she's still the 2019. best. 2019. It's 2023, the end of it. That's, that's crazy. I still don't think it's close. It's you're right. I don't know. Yeah. However, you just mentioned two world championship wins and two second places. Cole Miracle has two world championship wins. Three. And three world championships if we count trifecta. Uh, okay, gotcha. All right. Well, OCR Worlds 3K, FISO 14K, Nicole ended up winning. And then she was second in the OCR Worlds 15K. Uh, and at the 3K FISO. Yes, fight at 3K FISO behind Ida. Um, so actually on paper, it's if it depends on which one you want to wait more, FISO versus Spartan. But the answer is Lindsay, realistically. Heck of a mm-hmm. season by Nicole. Glad Great she's healthy again. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that once now that we saw Ida and Esther, Annalisa, throw if we can get Emma back, throw Nicole back, like the sport's in a good place, comp, uh, competitive wise. Yeah, Annie, Annie should be good. In yep, she yep. was in the a podium on OCR World Championships. Mm-hmm. She's still around. Um, and when she finished at FISA, was she like fourth or, f- or fifth or sixth? Annie, Annie was around fifth. Yeah, yeah, plus or minus a spot. Yeah, which turns out, which is a good result. How how poorly most North American athletes did there. Yeah. Um, Think of what it would mean for Nicole's resume if that 14K had been a 15K. I mean, that would just be the next. That would be... But on paper, it would have stacked up nicer. She's the best at 14K. She's never K lost a, a 14K race. <laughs> um, I had Elisa Petrova on here as well, just being second place at Spartan, fourth at FISO, 3K, second. FISO, 15K. Esther just... Yeah, I mean... She's got to be in that conversation. Yeah. 
Not, I mean, I if Alyssa's in the conversation, Esther's in the conversation. Esther has also no wins. Well, you got to put Ida in over Esther at that point because she has a, a FISA win, multiple national series wins. Yeah. And podiums. Esther, again, Esther is like the is like a basilico here. It's like she's probably the best racer, but on paper, it's not it's not an awesome season for her standard or for anyone's standard, really. For these top yeah. like four, five, I'd wins. take that season if I. Are we all just happy to say it's Lindsay? It's absolutely Lindsay. <laughs> okay, good. Jack? It's totally Lindsay. Yeah, it's Lindsay. Yeah. I said it even as I was talking about Nicole. Second year in a row, Lindsay Webster wins this award. Uh, no she surprise. probably would have won it if this award existed years before. She will continue. To, I'm sure she won two years ago where the records are lost. Lost in time. Oh, I'll listen. Take a, take a listen back. That'll do it. That'll wrap up the 2023 OCR Awards, Okra, checks in the mail, Okra's in the mail. It's been a great season. Really kind of, really fun being able to see how hybrids really emerged to give us things to watch and talk about. Uh, that's going to be exciting to go f- see what happens going forward. In terms of OCR, who the heck knows, man? Who the heck knows? I think it's going to be interesting. They're bringing back the normal distances again for Spartan. I, I can see... I, you had a lot of buy-in at World Championship on the men's side, specifically for the 3K. Like it'll be cool having that at a couple events, but not being the focus. I I think OCR is actually going to have a little bit of a resurgence next year. All I want for Christmas is Sprint Super Beast Lindsay versus Nicole. That's it. That'd be great. That's all I want. And then on the men's side, Rylan, Ryan, Kempson. I want to see Veerman. I want to see all these guys. Lars I want, I want Ryan back. Woods to Lars. come back and run one of them. Lars. I want it all. But specifically, I'd settle for Lindsay, Nicole in all Emma. three races. That'd be great. Plus Seattle. Yeah. And Emma, please come, come join it. That'll do it for Race Brain 2023. We did it, boys. Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail.